Hoist and Heavies is recorded on location with Josh and Ed. All beers are tasty until proven not tasty in this podcast. Listener discretion advised. It is such a good Friday today. Beautiful Friday today. It could have been a lot worse, but it's nice and cool. It's overcast with that beautiful valley smoke skyline. It doesn't get much better than that. I am here. This is uh, going to be a super special episode. I'm pretty excited about this, not just because of uh, the fact that we've got a great cast of characters in the house today in the Shab and Bassett, but... Uh, Greg Borba, Dr. Greg, is back in the house as guest host today as Ed is still on the baby sabbatical. What's going on, Greg? Just honored to be here. Dude, I'm so honored to have you here. Thanks for agreeing to do this. You had potentially other plans in line, and you uh, you cleared the deck in order to be in the Shab Bassett. So, dude, my hat's off to you. Thank you for making those types of sacrifices for Hoist and Heavies been a bench warm my whole life when the coach calls you in you're ready to play i love it dude. put me in coach put I me in i love it now we're not alone here today we've got uh two really special people here um i'll start with uh clayton scamper bones as you know him from uh from our episode with the the u school guys with alan bones is back in the house today Bonies. what's going on dude we're doing all right doing great <laughs> actually glad to be back dude. at the old shab and bassett well it worked out perfect because we uh we, we we walked in the last call. Bones was in there, and it was going down. We we're like, dude, you're you're coming, right? You're not not That's coming, it. right? We drove the General Lee. <laughs> we had to. You had to. That's true. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Now we just got to get that that Dixie horn going. That's it. That's the next step. Ah, the grounding wire. Don't yeah. ground to aluminum. Don't ground to aluminum. Any listeners work. out there, don't ground to aluminum. <laughs> it does not work. Lesson learned. Now our very special guest. You guys have heard us talk about him before. He he's got to be the most devoted hoist and heavy listener there is uh he has taken it upon himself to listen to every episode multiple times he's developed an excel spreadsheet of all the heavies that we've drank on this thing the dude is an absolute stud he sent us a gift package uh, a couple weeks ago with some of his home brews he's got the butcher shop sign up in the shab and bassett all the way from santa barbara area hank postma what is going on dude so happy to be here. I have oh. no idea. Long day of driving, but I am elated. And I got some, I brought some goodies. Yeah. I some goodies today. You did not disappoint. You brought some real goodies. Now, now in, again, typical hoist and heavy fashion, our guest always gets to open the first heavy. And this is a pretty special heavy because what I'm looking at right now is not just a heavy. It's like a full-on piece of artwork. So, Dude, take it away, Hank man. The Tell tank us what came you prepared. got. He came way prepared. I did, I did. So I'll, I'll tell you, I brought, I'll tell you about all the beers to, in a general sense, and then we'll, we'll probably dive into them all, but perfect. Oh my I decided, God, that is a vessel. As, as I'd kind of promised to Josh and Ed, we have three local breweries, just like Oakdale has three local breweries, right. to the town where I'm living right now in Carpinteria. Uh, the commercial breweries, there's a fourth one that's elusively hanging out as a... Uh, a club so you can get beer every every few months but the ones that are commercially open all the time 
Um, we have Island Brewing Company, which just celebrated its 20th anniversary. Nice. Good for you guys. Um, and then we have Rincon Brewery, which was a brewer who spun off of Island Brewing. We'll get into that a little bit later. And then we have Brew Labs, which is uh, a couple guys who've come out, and they're on the cover of the last Beer Advocate magazine. Whoa. Um, I didn't realize that until I was trying to find what was on tap, because you can't get cans of theirs. You can only go in and get growlers, which is what Josh is talking about. I brought this two-liter growler today, which was one that uh, it's it's one of those where you fell. Mind asleep. you, this is a piece of art. It, yeah, this isn't a just growler. A growler. Right. This is art. No, ask your wives for this for Father's Day. This is a, a dandy. I mean, you look at growlers online. There's probably about ten different styles, and it, it only comes in the style is is the the metal handle that comes on the growler because the shape's always the same. Mm. Maybe you got blue or green glass because you got to have that dark glass to, to right. the the. Uh, the sun hitting it, but this one is the drunken lamppost. So if you look that up online, drunken lamppost growler, you'll see exactly what we're talking about. And it, and at which brewery again is this? This one? is Brew Labs. Brew so this Labs. is the first okay. one we're going to try. I'm okay. kind of insisting because I don't know how well this is tempered oh. over the last uh, 18 hours since <laughs> uh-huh. I got it yesterday yeah. afternoon. Oh, 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 so yep. we'll, we'll we just give it a shot. But we this can't is let it go bad. This is this is the <laughs> Citadel of Hops, 9.5 percent. I would call that a heavy. That 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 qualifies. Yeah, yeah, that definitely to, qualifies. I had to take a picture because there were so many hops listed on the board is it's a double dry hop double ipa bravo a ddh bravo comet sambro simcoe amarilla citra and nelson good night hey melting pot oh dude they went hard in the paint it's the america of beers i basically (laughs) ibus are 90 this is a heavy oh this is is the epitome of heavy i was like this is is the one that we're gonna have to show first so we can get these guys at least one beer and we'll see what happens see (laughs) now this is what i i I knew we could expect that hank would come up here well prepared and i love how we're just getting right off (laughs) right into it right into it (laughs) With a full-on nine-and-a-halfer to get things kicked off. By the way, I do want to kind of harken back to our last um, uh, podcast that we, we had Bones with. Things ended a little wobbly. Would, no, would you it say? Was, I, I, I mean, uh, it's there's there's probably <laughs> some footage in the vault that will be released at a later date at and a time. Later, that's true. This is all in the vault, uh, no doubt. Because I finally did listen to the episode, and I went, wait a minute. We cut a fair share we of time lot, out. We cut a lot of stuff but out. But that's okay. It, it, it kept the episode good. And timely, but all of a sudden we jumped from yeah. level three to level seven. It was like Mario Brothers. Well, we jumped in the tube, we warped to level seven, and all of a sudden here we are at the end. And I went, wait, we cut out a whole bunch. We did. And there was some, but it, it was there, all right. There was, there was, I didn't, there was, I didn't know, I didn't com- fully comprehend how deep you guys were into the heavies when yeah. I showed up. Yeah, yeah, hmm. yeah. No, that's the so thing. the day is different. And then here we are. Uh, we've changed patterns. We, we now. have. I have been uh, yeah, yeah. Bones and I very deep into the heavies all day. You guys it's perfect. And now you guys are going to catch up. See, so. but that's what you want on these things. You want the guests to be able to come in a little bit lubed up. The host, on the other hand, can't come into it already slurring his speech offhand, which I've done on a number of times. Well, you're pushing the bootins and pulling the that's levers. That's true. And I've, so I've deleted so many good quality things that I haven't recorded before because of that exact uh, thing. But, but as an avid listener, I'd say, I love it when you come on. Any, de- <laughs> any degree of sobriety, it is... But was, so it, was it the last oh, call? So okay. Was it the last call sweet, one or, or the dying breed where you guys lost the entire episode? Oh, that was our canning day episode. A canning day. Oh, yeah, that's that's right. It was day. canning yeah. day. We we blew. And I was like, the oh, I can just thing. see it. And I was crying inside because I'm li- I'm driving to uh, I'm driving to Clovis. I have a doctor's appointment in Clovis, and I'm listening to it. And I was like, I can just see him. 
I can see him because we've lost so many episodes. And Alan calls me and goes, hey, is it on? Like, did you ha- do you have it on a file somewhere? I was like, no. Yeah. Okay, no. Well, yeah. well, I don't have it. I'm like, we literally recorded two hours of an episode that never will exist. Nope. No. I lost it. Okay, well, it is what it is. You can't get it back. And there's no nope. greater disappointment than when you know. But on your canning day. On the canning day. Now, now I will say. Oh. But you know what? Before we get into this, should we pour some of yeah, this out? I was gonna oh, say, yeah. Get, get, it, so going. Sweating, get it going. Sorry. Oh. top For the listeners, it's a Grolsch style top. Yeah, very good. Very good reference. So pop the top. The rubber seal flips back on a lever. But it's got a pewter handle of a Here, looks like a drunken man around. next to the lamppost. He's, the li- he's hanging on to the lamppost so he doesn't fall over into the gutter. Like I'm sure every of our listeners have had that night. Oh my goodness! And if you this. haven't had that night, you should at some point have that kind of night. No doubt. It's just a. It's the worst night and the best night of your the life. Worst night and the best night. Did you, guys, did you guys know what SRM stands for, by the way? We've yeah, we just learned that out something. Today. Have you ever heard this as a beer term before? SRM? Yeah. No. Do, now, so it, it apparently no. accords to the color of the yeah. beer. So like this uh, oh, yeah, okay. Okay. fat squatch is SRM 12, which Josh has the calculation. So, yeah. so, wait, so like a thickness, a clear. Okay. So it's the it's SRM is the value of the amount of light lost multiplied, multiplied by 12.7. It's like the lava bond, so, right? Yeah, exactly. Similar. Pretty much. Right. That's, that, that's right. So as a What'd brewer. What did you say? Lava bond? Yeah, that's a brewer's term. I'm just throwing that out there so they don't, they don't discount me. The, the point I was go. trying to make is this has a lovely color. It does. It's got a beautiful color to it, man. I, I'm just. Bones, would you like to describe man, I'm not it? Even smelling it yet? But the, I, I'm, I'm pouring I it. Smell right. it it's as gonna it's be going a good in. One. It's going to be a hard nasty. It's going to be awesome. Oh, to I start us off wait. with 9.5. I apologize. <laughs> the 90 IBU. I cheers. mean, again, yeah, cheers. 90 IBU. Pouring. I love it. Cheers, cheers, boys. Cheers for beers. Bienvenidos on the Shab and Bassett. The Shab and Bassett. So. Thanks, you outdid yourself. Yeah, dude, this is oh, this wait. is an absolute treat. All right, it's not. But I don't want it to breathe, right? I want this. Uh, yeah, cut that back off. They did a really good job. They had the whole. I, I think they had a canning mechanism. Oh. I saw behind the counter, but I oh. consume within forty-eight hours. Still one ninety IBUs. That, I'm not picking up on the ninety no. IBUs. That is delicious. Yeah, I mean, they just put that because you can actually do the IBU calculation of how much hops you put into it. It's easy when it comes down to sure. it, and look at there's that just a ton of hops in there. But it is, it's oh, not, yeah, so this isn't a hazy, but it's 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 a a scudero. I mean, you, I mean, the color on it looks like a West Coast, but it's got some of that hazy vibe to it. But it's not it's not a hazy at all. No, I would say cross between hazy and yeah. West Coast. Yep. It's, yeah, it's got a heavy West Coast feel. Mm-hmm. But I have a feeling these guys also do a lot of experimental stuff. Like I said, they don't do cans over the counter, so they don't have a big distribution. Okay. When I was there doing the growler fill-up, I saw the canning apparatus kind of tucked back in there so you could do a can fill. Okay. If you wanted to, one at a time. Um, But they are very small scale, and they I think they do maybe 100-gallon batches at a time. Oh, Oh, wow. I would say a flowery, a stretch. Oh, yeah. A flowery stretch... uh, uh, or sorry, not. Uh, what am I saying? God, flowery stretch s- of no, no, no. Oh uh, no, flowery Deleted. sweet um, bouquet. <laughs> yeah, put the growler Ooh, on the coaster. a citrus. <laughs> put the growler on the coaster. Yes, <laughs> there's a there's Copy a that. rubber one right over we there got a rubber too. One. Yeah, that one. That's what you were picking up. This this table no. picks up everything, no, as you can like, as you can that. see. Well played, well played. There we go. You got. Oh, sorry. Here we go. There you go. 
You're solid. You're set now. It is. Uh, it's delicious, dude. Thank you for this yummy, yummy treat. So this is the first brewery, Brew Labs. Check them out on Beer Advocate. Okay. And I brought three different varieties as well as a collab that I want to try because no. all three breweries two years ago. There's a brewer. Gosh, what do they call those? Beer festivals, right? Where okay. you pay a bunch of money, you get a ticket, a bunch of ones out, and, and the three decided to come together and do a brew collab. So I have, I brought all three, or all four of those. So oh one from God. each, and then the, the brew collab is a, a Mexican lager, so it's a lot Ooh. lighter, so that might be Trace, a, uh, what's it called? Yeah, it's Trace something. Trace I don't know. something. It's, yeah. it's Hispanic. It's out of my realm. <laughs> oh, I can I can help us out with that. In 10 years since All the I've words I know Spanish in classes. Spanish are bad words, so I can't even say I'm on the radio. <laughs> I, that's how I learned it. Yeah, that's exactly. how I learned my Spanish. That's what happens when you hang out in <laughs> prison. So, so SRM, you're yeah. talking about SRM. What do you think this number is on the SRM scale? Well, I'm, I mean, based off of what that bat can, can we look is. at this chart you have up here yeah, and kind of make can. a deliberation me, together me, and say me, what we think this yeah, is? Yeah, because this is new to me. So I'm uh, I'm all about I think it's it fascinating. Out. It is. It is. I like I, like I said when we started talking about this, it was a new term that I've not heard before, and, and all these people in the industry that I've talk to it's never come up once so that's why i'm so right we're somewhere kind of right on the high end of that and yeah. so my understanding like row, as right? a home brewer is is you have your I base think, malt which right is usually corner. a two row or six right? row an 11 and then you throw in yeah. a, a certain degree 11, of lava 12? bond that changes the yeah, color okay and the scale from being all the way to the one all the way to a stout which would be the darkest dark of darks right and the amber is somewhere in the middle okay so so for everyone listening here the the scale is one to 40 one to 40 yeah, yeah exactly yeah. and you're right i, one I think this being is about the, like, a, like a, a white and a 40 being very very dark beer. this kind of looks 12? like a 13 to me. Yeah, i, I was don't gonna know. say 12 really? looking at your bones and i are thinking 11. oh i was going 11. Oh, we're on the same yeah. we're on the same line josh we're, put your glasses on i know that yeah i know i've got my glasses on but this doesn't help that i'm colorblind so i can't i can't fix that <laughs> look, look, look at the first sentence. Beer color, also referred to as beer SRM, represents a great void in the beer literature. Th there you go. They perfectly alluded to it. They, I mean, this is news to me. So, uh, okay. So Little the, has been published on the topic. And you referred to it as the what? As the lava bond. The lava because bond. Because that's uh, when you when you start brewing with the grains, they'll send you a different. Uh, there, you have your basic base malt, which is either a two row or a six row, which is how many kernels come off of the actual barley stem okay and then you're going to have adjunct beers and specialty grains and the specialty grains are going to dictate what your color is um, whether that's a roasted malt it's going to hit kick higher up on the srm chart um, when i look at homebrew websites to buy beer it's categorized in an l and l or lava nice. bond okay it's an it's okay. A degree of lava like bond. these are words I 20 need to degrees up to 60 degrees and then they actually have malts that are red malt and okay. I've brewed a red beer with just red malt, like six pounds of red malt, and it comes out just like red. It looks like wow. blood red, and you're like, wow, that's awesome. And then you put hops in it, and it just goes to brown Dissipates. shit. Dissipates. Uh -huh. um, Hank, I feel like you should own a brewery. He is, well, we, we need to also we mention. <laughs> i got to say, every time I talk to everybody here, I'm like, it's got to happen in Ripon. There's no brewery. I want to make a brewery. <laughs> oh. Since 2008, I've been dreaming of a So a you can't release this until we start the brewery, because right yeah, now that's... somebody's going to listen to it and be like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, there's that's, an opportunity there. That's this is a proprietary information. If here. Oakdale can <laughs> financially host three breweries. I think there's room for more, to there's, be honest with you. And there, there is. There is. Yeah. I, I agree yeah. with you. I believe that Rippin also has the market, and no one has yet to capitalize on it. Not only do they have Except the market, but the location. Us, it's a great spot on the 99. Yeah. I, I think. As now far the nice as thing is, we are the, the tourist sure. trap sure. on your way from. We are the Yosemite yeah. to San Francisco yes. trap. Very true. 
Um, but I think Ripon could become a pit stop, uh, obviously off the 99. Yes. Economic, it's still a great stop. Economic supportability, Oakland, Oakdale could do two or three more. I, I think, think so. so. And I mean, it's not I mean, something that's going to dent it. Looking at Ripon and Oakdale, I mean, fairly similar yeah. in size. And right. Community, like right? You guys, and you guys said you have none. So I mean, economically speaking, your you might have more. I think your beer drinkers in Oakdale because you have a heavy and I, maybe it's been twenty years since I've been there, but a heavy religious folk in Ripon that might frown upon the beer hmm. drinking scene in a way where you'd have to hit it in the right location in Ripon. To, in order to make people be able to if get you did in a, and out of the brewery, if you did a, a dying breed venue with a last call beer selection, exactly, it would kill it. It'd be it'd be good. So you need to convert and some Coors Light drinkers and rip them. You guys so fine. I brewed <laughs> lots of CLs, lots <laughs> of CLs. I did, I did brew a CL plus. We I did. Think, I think you got that in the I've in got the, it in the, in the lava graveyard. Exactly, over here. Graveyard you got so. it in there, dude. In the beer vault, it's it's been it's been chilled. And I was wondering if we should pull one out today. I mean, at some point we may have we to do can. it. We can. It's one of those where I'm, I don't know. I told You're you, a little nervous, I told huh? you like I, I've opened one and it's been flat. And then two days later I opened another one and it was amazing. So oh I, my gosh. So it, it's a hit and miss. It's a hit and miss. That's why I said just, if you open it and it doesn't give you that champ, like you saw the pop. Right. Mess exactly. Thing. Right. If it doesn't have that, you might as well, I mean, you can trake it, you can drink it. It's not going to kill you. You're not going to go blind like a bathtub thing. <laughs> Um, well, we, but it's not going like to have a bathtub the same. gin. A bathtub. Yeah. I watched Josh throw a Bud Light out before this for I know. some reason. So, yeah, you know. yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's like the beer. It was a half drinking Bud Light. I don't also, know why I put it back in there, but it was probably after I had a bunch of heavies, and I was like, I can't. You have never that leave anymore. a wounded soldier on the field. You have so, to like, carry him off. But try, see, it was, it was a, a screw top, so I couldn't tell. I was like, man, that is a little bit lighter than sixteen ounces. I'm just saying that feels like thirteen and a half. God and then I opened it up, Josh. Yeah, I know. You probably tried a little sloshua. Try to down. Try to smell it probably before you threw it. Exactly. If it doesn't have a ciggy bud in it you gotta finish yeah, it these That's ones are true. these ones were transported to via normal postal mail so right they were also subjected to all kinds of that's, heat yeah even though they had never been and it's one of those i was telling you guys they'd never hit the refrigeration stage so you have this thing with beer where if it goes sub 60 degrees yeah and cold then you, crashing and right? then you bring it back uh-huh. above 60 degrees and then try to bring it back down it's like that corona that we drink that oh, was yeah. in grandpa's shed yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah that was great the night of when we somehow pawned a guy off when we were 18 to get that yeah. 12 yeah. pack but then like two weeks later it when we sat found in our it trunk again, yeah. It made or us we sick. left it hidden in an orchard in a tree. We <laughs> came back to the party. <laughs> yep. Uh, to, um, this may or may not have happened. So Allegedly. Like Allegedly. 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 Uh, that situation may have occurred. Yeah, the beer was a little... Uh, Skunky. 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 Go yeah, talk to the Coors Lights in my truck ice chest. They get ice every three days. So like, yeah. they're on that, that yeah. spectrum. That, that, yeah. right? the but rolling. you're rocking a Yeti, aren't you? So uh, it's, it keeps it in K, there. It's a K2 cooler. Oh, yeah. oh K2. Okay. That's fine. You know, it's, yeah. it's all the same technology. Now, we, we, the reason why some of you are listening to Hank talk with such conviction is because he does homebrew. So, again, we're not just talking out of our ass here. Well, Greg and I are, but Hank, he is not. He understands this to another level. So at any point in time as we get into these, I'm very interested to hear as your, what your notes are as we go through it. So... Again, I'm so stoked that Hank is here. Um, like I said, devoted listener. And, uh, man, it, it, this is the first time we've ever met in person, and yet I feel like I've known this guy for forever. So mm. it's been a great reunion. 
that we've never Ditto. had. Before. <laughs> never <laughs> Hank, you were talking about transportation. How did you get this beer up here from your drive? Did you have an ice chest? Or yeah, so ice? so last night I, I filled up. I have an ice chest that is leak-proof, um, and I filled it up. Is with, it a K2? It's not. It's, <laughs> is it a K2? <laughs> it's probably something you can get at Walmart or Big Five. It's normal ice chest. It just doesn't have one of those like caps where it's going to leak out oh, in my car. Yeah. Yeah. So there's no potential. So I, I got a big bag of ice went to the store went to all the breweries um filled up with 32 cans and then made a special trip to get this growler filled up and so i make sure i had one from every brewery and i got the brewer's discount at island brewing company they, nice. they gave me the love that's the, awesome so you right, so right you're bartender so you're pretty well dialed in on the beer scene down there you know all the all the brewers and all the folks that are there in the in their tap rooms yeah no i'm on the actual on the softball team for island brewing company cool i think this is year eight so nice. some of those guys know me really well um great great brewery and honestly i've, I've had a couple batches when I had young kids, I was brewing beer, and it was just a nightmare. The beer wasn't, wasn't, the yeast wasn't working. And, yeah. and then I'm going to my good, the best book I've ever gotten is uh, John Palmer's How to Brew. Anybody who wants to learn about beer, and in one book, that's the book to get. And he said in there, go to your local microbrew and pick up some yeast, and they'll be free to give it to you. And so I went in there and talked to the counter person, and they're saying no, and the owner... <laughs> Actually overheard me talking <laughs> and comes over yeast. and is like, no, you're no. taking him back and you're giving him some yeast. Nice. And so I got a goblet full of pour off yeast from like one of these big vats. I, uh-huh. you know, I don't even know how big, like the ones in last call, they're right. huge. They're I mean, right. like a thousand gallons, maybe. I don't even know. And it's like coming out as like this pasty syrup stuff. I'm like, this doesn't look like yeast that I've ever seen. But sure enough, I throw it in my beer. My beer then just nailed it. And then it tasted very similar to beers at the brewery. So, I mean, the, the yeast plays huge, huge into part. how mm. the beer ends up tasting because that's the agent that ends up eating all of the starches to turn it yeah. into the sugars. Yeah, it makes exactly. it alcoholic. So you start looking at it like, well, okay, and I just hybrided one of my beers into being an, an Island Brewing Company beer. <laughs> <laughs> but but you made your very, own supply. I was very pleased. Yeah. You have a puggle. Yeah, I had, I had six gallons for free, essentially. That, of, that's yeah. cool. The local beer. Now, in, I, know, I know they say don't get high in your own supply, but when it comes to beer, I don't agree. Hmm. You have to. You I have think to that's have why you do it. Exactly. That's exactly why you do it. You have that sense of ownership. And then to, to get that nice, sweet, cool buzz off your own brew, oh, there's nothing better. And breweries, I mean, I mean, even I was talking to Bones about this at last call and, and just talking like strategy. Like, I, I think there's a huge <laughs> mistake in distribution. So breweries have this weird anomaly where they can do their own distribution as a company where wineries have to go through a specific distributor. Okay. Um, so last call mm-hmm. can get in a, a car and drive their last call beer down to Santa Barbara and right. sell it to liquor stores. Right. Which right. is crazy under their license, which is very cheap mm, as far right. as you got beer with food. All of a sudden, you jump up 10,000x from what your brewery license is, yeah. yet you have no benefit other than the fact that you're just serving food. Well, with if the you beer. dropped a kitchen inside our which local costs breweries, which costs yes. a lot, you're talking another 20 grand right, right, easily. Right. But you make here. it up over time, and you can see the brew problems. I was yeah. talking about P. Wexfers, right. is the one we talked about. Like yeah. You can tell the food is just like marginal yeah and they're pushing the food at you hard like right. this is marginal food but our beers are good well and that's well, the thing that's why you go to p wexford's right you go there to drink to drink yeah. totally. right. 
Well, I'm going to get great beers, but I'm going to need some bar food to absorb some of that. And I right. think the food truck is epic because the food truck was... And it's a brilliant oh, idea. Yeah. So good food. And they're killing it right now. And you don't need the kitchen. Exactly. And you don't need to nope. pay for the kitchen or the liability nope. of a kitchen or the expense to and build the a kitchen And the fact that the town rallied around... Yeah. Because the f- they tried to shut that down. They and did. Say, no, we're done. And the, the city of Oakdale rallied around and said, hell no. Yeah. yeah. This is something we all appreciate we all want to enjoy we want to keep this going so well and i think that was a big reason why erica chiara brian's wife one of the co-owners of last call ran for city council was to get on and to make a hard push like you guys got to understand that in that little section there before redwood moved in there weren't really that many other than Susie bellens there was one opposer that really you know, before Red Correct. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's well, true. Let's not we say, don't it. say names. Yeah. But anyways. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the amount of business it's brought in, and I feel like even the, because I was talking, telling Hank, like even for the farmer's market, it yeah. becomes, it's now become a tradition where we're cruising the last call, the boys hang out at the last call, yep. the girls go buy whatever products are being yep. sold at Fresh the farmer's produce, market. They come stuff. back, they meet us for food and then we're going to go off, you know, take off, and, yeah. Yeah. you know, and we're, well, the food truck legal or not legal. I'm driving my street unlegal generally <laughs> around generally town. golf cart. Exactly. <laughs> but everybody honks and waves and it's a good time and the yeah. family gets together and, and that's what Oakdale is about. Yeah, for sure. And the food truck gives you that certain diversity too. like, Hey, Oh, Tuesday nights you know, this truck or Wednesday nights, this truck, it's mm-hmm. not like going to the same menu. Yeah, exactly. You've got versatility, which is great. Which is great. Like That's I walked, you know, went to last call day and they had the, the La Bamba fusion truck. And right. I wasn't hungry, but I've never had it. And I was like, Oh, that looks great. Right. I'd love to try yep. it. Yeah. That's the beauty of it. They've got that figured out. I think it's a yeah. genius move. And I think, you know, it saves last call the money and it brings in more people because the people that follow the food trucks, if it's stopped there at the at the brewery, more than likely those people are going to go in and get a beer, right? I mean, that's yeah. kind of how that works. Well, if you got the Rock Pizza, I don't care where you are. If the yes. Rock Pizza is going somewhere, I'm I and I have full <laughs> full love for Last Call. But if the Rock's going somewhere, yeah, following, I may skip that out for mm-hmm. the night and go because sometimes we're in the mood for pizza. And I, I grew up on Pizza Plus, right? Uh-huh. I'm a ripping kid. I grew up on Pizza Plus. So now that we got, the best in you know, Dust Bowl here in town, yeah. it's Gold Dust. Gold Dust. Gold, we, yeah. all, we all do. <laughs> what I say? We all do. Dust, dust Bowl. Bowl. Oh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> uh, that's Interlock. Oh, man. I have so many heavies. <laughs> so many right heavies. Now. This oh, is where we are. We, we're changing we're places. Start, we're changing places. This is a good thing. This but is I'm a glad good you guys thing. are here. That's why I'm glad you're very good You're going to keep me on track. But you know what I'm talking about. So I still get my hometown pizza. Um, but then all of a sudden the rock showed up and it was great because yeah. now I get to have some cool beers exactly. and we're at a new venue. So, you know, we're changing up a little bit and that's the fun part about the food trucks. Yes. Yeah. You find one you really like and everybody in your family likes and for yeah. having kids, yeah. it's different now because I can't just go to a restaurant and me and my wife find something. I got to make sure we got some chicken tendies on the menu. Exactly. We got something that the kids can eat too. Yeah, totally. Oh, the but the old cheese pizza yeah. is a staple. Yeah. You I got know. cheese pizza or chicken tendies. 
I yeah. can bring the kids to you. Dude, there's nothing like nuggies and pizza. Nuggies. Dino nuggies. nuggies. You guys oh. talk about that. I never had the dino nuggies. Oh, I mean, I see them in the store. I'm like, nah, my, it's not gluten-free. And dude, my kids if you, if you oh. air fry dino nuggies. Hey, air fryer. You, you, right, you can get gluten-free. Oh, you never air fry. Well, that's where you're failing right there. That's the one, right? And you shake it. You need to air fry. That's where you get the dino nuggies. That's where you get the crisp. And you don't get any of that sogginess. Like, if you like... Or the Even, greasiness. Or the greasiness, exactly. Yeah. And it takes less time than an oven. I mean, it and comes drop out some wonderful. curly seasoned fries in there. Here's the other thing, Dude. game changer I've learned with these. If you, okay, so no, my huh. one of my favorite foods is French fries, right? So if Everybody's we go to a restaurant, food. I know, I know. If we go to a restaurant and we're, uh, and the kids leave the fries, like nobody wants to bring fries home because they don't taste good, right? And if they've been refrigerated, like you can't microwave them and make them taste good. But you throw those in the air fryer, it um, it's like having them oh, right, you them right, right back to life. Plate. Exactly, you yeah. brought them right back to life. So now every I time, to try and that, there is the ultimate dad rule, right? So dads, before anybody else gets dibs on the plate, the yes. dad gets what's ever left oh, over for sure. So having two kids, I have two plates of what's ever left over. If I can't finish it, then Poppy gets it or Grandpa mm-hmm. gets it or, you know, then it gets spread out. But <laughs> the rule is, technically, I'm paying for it. It's, so an, unri- I get first it's an unwritten dib- rule. It's an unwritten it's rule. An unwritten rule but you're I right. get first dibs at the leftover chicken nuggies <laughs> or the French fries. And if nobody else wants it and we get the lefties, done. Yeah, it's done deal. Do, I, I, do, do you guys want a box for this? I own an air fryer home. Exactly. Hell yeah. yeah I want I'm, I'm leftovers. No doubt. Throw that in a box. I will eat those fries. I'll sport, <laughs> squirt a little barbecue sauce on those tomorrow. So what's the good... Does anyone else fryer? order? What, do order I, what, kind of, what kind of air fryer do I get? Ooh, uh, Ooh. Yeah, I mean, you can get... I, I don't know. Which Cuisin, my Cuisinart. My, mine's one. a Cuisinart. Yeah. Solid. Because so, you know I'm going to Amazon and like that's where it's coming from. Yes. If you don't have an air fryer, you're Fuck your... Before you... Screw your microwave. Fuck your microwave. I don't use my air fryer. So I'm on board with that. Okay. So whatever you decide, make sure that it's got the sous vide setting on there because I've gone on this mat. Have you ever had a sous vide... Uh, steak before you're okay. talking all kinds of goodness to me okay. right now so oh, sous vide is a process in which you you vacuum seal a steak so you can throw in i, I always usually throw in some butter some rosemary salt pepper uh maybe i'll mix it up a little bit and put some you could put liquid smoke in there if you want i don't recommend it i'm not a big liquid smoke fan myself but like garlic whatever whatever you want you throw it in there you vacuum seal it and then you hit this sous vide setting on that. You fill it up with water, and you just drop it in there. And you you'll, you cook this thing perfectly thoroughly all the way through. And you set the temperature to whatever you want. Leave it at that. Come back after two hours. Whip out the cast, skillet, cast, cast iron skillet. Yeah. Throw a little bit of butter on there. Sear it on both edges, and it is the most remarkable steak you'll su- ever have. Sous vide's like life. a it's like a boiling technique. It's it's right? a it's and, a water technique yeah, exactly. And, and then you you get the the crust or whatever from, right from the searing. from the searing yeah. exactly. And I will tell you, it is just it's equally pink all the way through. If if you like medium rare that like me, right? Uh, or if you like medium, I mean, you can set that temp a little bit higher. And it just is, I mean, there's nothing like it. So I've never heard this. this You've never heard of sous vide before? No, I haven't. Oh, wow. So So I'm definitely going to do this. (laughs) Yes, it's a necessity. It is We just redid our entire kitchen. Hank saw the witness of the the destruction that's currently in my house right now. A little disarrayed. A lot of disarrayed. 
But uh, yeah, you so may now need, I'm gonna need to buy one of those. I think you may need a new a mm-hmm. new cooking tool. I mean, well, I don't need it. My wife needs it, so I'll buy it for her, and she can cook this for me. Well, I'm telling Happy you, Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Happy babe. Mother's Day. I got you a sous vide machine. It was between a treadmill and, uh, yeah. and an air fryer. Oh, she's with got sous-vide. one of those. Okay. <laughs> I'm thinking she's got an air fryer. She literally uh, has treadmill? everything. But I don't Christmas. know about the sous vide thing, so Christmas I'm going to buy her one of those for my family. Yeah. Air fryer Christmas time. It's a, it's a game changer. Yeah. I mean, I'm telling. I love to cook, and so for me, it's like the bee's knees. You've done this before. Have you tried this, Greg? Uh, my wife convinced me of the air fryer. I was a little skeptical at first, but man, like phenomenal said, heating up fries. Mm-hmm. You're never gonna have a bad microwave fry ever again. Never. No. no you and won't. Just, and just this week we had baked potatoes. Oh, baked potatoes in there. Ooh, that do, would be. You a can good do one. a lot of things in the air fryer, and it's very, very capable machine. It's great. You um, ever done a twice baked potato before? Oh yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah. You gotta so break good. the skin, fluff it up, put it back in there. Or is this like a cooking? We're hey, getting in hey, deep sorry. in the pain. I, I was a s I'm a pessimist by nature and my wife together, though, right? my wife got it and I, I love the freaking thing. It's it's I amazing. Love it. yeah, yeah, they're great. I, She's got like uh, sweet potato fries and I'm like, oh my gosh. It's on yeah, tonight. Right? <laughs> it is on tonight. It's the perfect crispness. Exactly. Yeah. Point and it's done quick. For sure on that. Um so, uh, you came up, how was the drive up from Santa Barbara? What it's it long. Like? It's a long drive. There's no shortcuts. No. I, I say that every time because there just isn't. I, I try to find like, oh, Google's going to teach me some new way. And there's just, there's no a way. five and a no. half hour. <laughs> you cut through, do you cut through like Avenal over there? Do so you that's take the, the 101 that's up? That's the and two then... different directions. That was showing six and a half hours this morning. Ooh. And the, uh, grapevine was five hours and 15 minutes. So that's the way I took, I okay. you know, straight up the 126, uh-huh. come out at Six Flags Magic Mountain on the mm-hmm. five, and mm-hmm. then jam up over the grapevine. And up, I take the ninety-nine. Um, I could do the five too. It's it's either one, um, but I think it was a fractional. If you go Avenal, you have to go one hundred one. It's Avenal like is one hundred one north to Paso yeah. Robles, and yeah. then you hit yeah. then you hit the forty-six, yeah. and forty-six to forty-one. Jets into Which, it's in the forty-one. Yeah, you're right. Forty-one goes all the way to Fresno. Right. Forty-six keeps going City. to Bakersfield, and that's mm. right where James Dean crashed. Was that cross? Yeah, so they, I used to work there. To that was awful. my station. That was the Parkfield station, right where James Dean died. Oh. The 46 and 41 crossing is where he flipped the uh, That's right, the James Dean Memorial Spider. Highway. Yep. That's yep. right. That's yep. Kittleman, though. Yep. Uh, no, that's, oh, no, that's, no, no, no. That's before. It's like Chalamey. Is, it's a Shalam. Shalam. Shalam is, oh, everybody says Chalamey. Oh, I thought it was Kualamey. Chalamey is the phonetical. Shalam is the proper terminal, the local terminology. Shalam. Shalamalama ding dong. C-H-A-L-O-M. Shalam Indians. Spell Chalamey. Shalam. the tribe. C-H-O-L-A-M-E. Shalam. Sholame. Sholame. And there's literally but, one building to stop at to take a piss there. It's uh, a yeah, Jack's. One. So it's yeah, so Jack's the grandpa. Right. So it's uh, the Varians. So Grandpa Varian, Jack Varian, has that restaurant that's right there on the corner. Okay. But if you were to drive into Parkfield, the Varians own. The Varians are probably. I don't know how much land they own. They own a massive amount of land. Huge landowners in California. Um, but they own part of the land that the Parkfield Cal Fire Station is on, which is where I first started, which is Man, how I is met them. In the middle of nowhere. <laughs> middle of nowhere. Amazing nowhere. people. But the amount of vehicle accidents that still occur at that intercrossing is phenomenal. I would For the fact that. that it's historically proven 
for one of the most famous vehicle accidents ever. Exactly. But anyways, you're impatient. You're wanting to get the f out of there. You want to get out of there. You're in it's the middle of nowhere. Lane. You're going to don't make that think pass, it's a big deal. And you just don't. You're going to bank that right turn and plow. Yeah. Every time I take it, I'm like, oh, this guy. That was me like ten years ago. And I just yep. let off the gas. And Which is now why they it. have so many center divides right there. Mm-hmm. This is true. Makes uh, sense. But still. So Anyways. I had a question because I haven't been down that section of five that far south. I know just because we're in this drought right now that there are a lot of permanent crops that have just gone totally dry uh, did you get to witness any of that on your way up like did you see a lot of dead orchards I, on the way up or? yeah so i took the five down i was up here last weekend just visiting family and mm-hmm. then um, we took a different route than i took this today and there's more dead plants on the five oh, i feel like man. there's a couple orchards that have been just mowed over just to oh, per- drought breaking like drought we're gonna do something different than ammons which makes sense because i've heard that's like a gallon per nut which is a pretty hard ratio in the drought but up to 99, it's full. There's nothing. It looks all healthy. Up to 99 is a whole different ball game. Yeah, yeah. And it's too bad. I mean, it is. It, it does speak volumes to the fact that you know. Again, I try not to get too political, but we've we're in this drought, and you know, farmers like to feed people. That's kind of what we do. <laughs> and um, yet, you know, we've we just farm you eat, right? Exactly. Yeah. We've got you know on one uh, on two of our ranches, we've got pre-1914 riparian rights where we can pump water out of the river. Now, we're getting those rights curtailed right now, which is a big deal because those are ironclad rights, right? Untouchable. And basically, the State Water Resource Control Board has come in and just basically told us, you you can't water. We're in this drought. And so, meanwhile, it's highly hypocritical because they are shuffling, just to give you a... Uh, like an idea. Typically during this time of year, four to 500 CFS down the river. Less than that. Yeah, less than that. Maybe what, like less than 200? 150 to 200. 150 to 200. So it's kind of like a trickle, right? So um, CFS is cubic feet per second. Exactly. So it's it's how they monitor the flow of water coming out of there. So that's normal for this time of year. Right now, they are releasing over 1,800 CFS of water. So we literally have a water table in some of our orchards that we haven't had to irrigate because the water table is pumping water up because they're synthetically pushing water down the rivers to sell down south. But in doing so, they're telling us we can't use any of the water that we have rights to Crazy. so that they can pump all this out. Now, these dams have been drawn so far down. Now, they're pushing it into the well, the, the, down the Stanislaus into the Delta. Into the Delta. So free water that's going to nothing. There's so correct? much. Yeah, there's a lot of wastewater that's just going but, out, and they claim that a lot of this is for fish habitat. There, but there's two arguments to it because you got to keep the levels for you have to fish habitat prevent okay, salt intrusion from the sea. So the right. Delta is a mixture of salt correct. and fresh water. You got the, you got the tides coming in the salt. So if you don't have enough fresh water coming in to keep the salt water there at she bay, is. I knew she'd be barking. Keep the salt water at bay, then you have further intrusion of salt water, which causes damage to soil profiles, plants, uh, farms, and ranches in the delta that are very uh, productive, in right. especially the leafy green exactly. sector. But they most of that water normally comes from Lake Shasta and Lake mm-hmm. Oroville up north, which right. are huge two, two of the biggest reservoirs in the state. Huge. Right. Right. I personally drove through there two weeks ago, 
and they are bone dry. Bone right. dry. Orville bone dry? Bone dry. It's pretty darn close. Wow. It, it's and to the point where you can see old highways that used to well, Shasta, cross the river. You right. and I have skinny dipped right. in yeah. Shasta. Yeah. yeah. No, it's it's different too. And there's a big there's a good documentary. I wish I knew the name of it where it talks about the water south of Fresno. Because you guys are talking about north of Delta, right? Yeah, and, we're talking. And south of south of the Delta, there's a, a water basin reservoir underground that there's a, a single reservoir. individual who owns like 80 to 90% of it. The entire aquifer? Stuart he's, Resnick. He's the guy who has wonderful pistachios. Yeah, and so Resnick. I walk through the store. I'm like, you girls are not oh. buying those pistachios because that guy's a criminal. And the way that he went about getting that, I was watched that that documentary. Is it so Kern County Water Bank? Awful, and it's like mm-hmm. this is this should be government money. Now he's selling it back to the state, which then we have it as a, at a government level. We have water to facilitate farmland south of Fresno, which is a huge part of the state. And it's like, how does this guy still get away with it? Like he needs to go back. There need to be some kind of revision on that. Whatever the, happened? The, the biggest problem at the bare knuckles, the brass tacks, is that. The southern part of the state is a desert. It's a right. desert. Right. It is right. not meant to be farmland, communities, golf courses, homes. Well, it used to homes. be Tolick Lake was a huge lake. It was, you know, comparable to Lake Tahoe, and then they completely d- just drained it to feed farmland. Right. Well, I mean, you, you can put the Owens Valley for yeah, example. Yep. Too. That's a great, that's a great analogy. That already. Yep. Long time ago. There's a picture of Lake Oroville today right there. I mean, it, that yeah. just that that should illustrate what it looks like. I mean, you can That's see how insane. far dried down. They can't, it is. E- they can't even turn the the electrical turbines in the dam because mm-hmm. there's not enough water to even move them. Right. I don't know, man. It's a weird deal. You yeah. would think that given but we're this drought that we're in, water we're out just pushing water into the delta to, to, to nowhere. It's and it's very five, un, under years, under too. the disguise of saltwater intrusion, which is right. part of it too, but also because it's getting lifted at the same time and sent yeah. down and now, sent down south. My biggest Thank thing, you, and nobody that ever wants exactly to bring right. this up, is the fact that Jerry Brown had uh, five hundred million dollars. Remember the water bond? Yeah. Uh, so absolutely. the water bond that passed through back in. I don't even know the mid two thousands probably. Um, he was granted five hundred million dollars. He spent fifty million dollars to do a research uh, where the best possible uh, either to improve the current dams or build a new dam and build a new reservoir. Um, what would be the best thing for California? Fifty million dollars. He got the results. Didn't like the results. Spent another fifty million dollars to do the exact same thing. Got the exact same results yeah. because the truth is the truth <laughs> is the truth. Sorry, Jerry, whether you like it or not. And then nothing came of it. Right. Four hundred million dollars disappeared into the California economy. Yeah. Underneath so many other programs and bills programs. and programs. Yeah, programs. And I want to know where my. <laughs> Five hundred million dollars of tax dollars went because I don't have a new reservoir to show for it. There's I don't no have improvements on no any new dams to show for it. Yeah. If you had told me that hey, we built the Tolick Dam up or we built the Don Pedro Dam up another twenty feet high, great. That's yeah. awesome because the amount of millions of cubic feet that I would have gained from that, yeah. I could have benefited. So. What Jerry Brown was a brown stain in the tidy whities hmm. of California. Can I? Can I? Yeah. After you're done, please. I would like Fire a away. I would like a segment. That I'm, guy. In, I'm in the water industry. This is what I do on the day to day. So this is very frustrating to me. Um, without getting too aggravated, I suppose. 
I'm right there with you. I share the your Jerry Brown thing is where it started, right? They, he he developed the uh, the California Valley project, the CVP, and everything that sent all the canals down south and everything like that. Senior, senior, correct. So uh, senior, then junior screwed it all up. Well, junior's idea was the bullet train, which was a terrible way to yeah. be honest. Too. Yeah, and another, <laughs> another. So talk so about that one. so there. This is not an unprecedented situation. In the world, I've been to Israel. They have no water. Exactly. They, they they have the Sea of Galilee is their only fresh water source. They fought over it with Syria and all these other countries, and it and they still have to divert a bunch of it out of country to different countries because of high tensions. Right. Instead of us building a Jerry Brown's idea of a bullet train, we could have easily invested in desalination plants yes. to help our desert-stricken areas. And it's proven it's it's worked. It's worked using it exactly in in uh, in Israel exactly in uh, drop Tel Aviv, one in Long Tel Aviv. Beach. Yeah, they're yeah. working on it. They oh. have it in Santa Barbara. But the, the the weird thing of it is, is they're they built the salinization plant and they're sending all of that back to the state so the state gives them credits <laughs> because there's people in Montecito who want to water like their acre front lawn. Yeah, that exceeds, and so you have this whole like. That, that's where it comes you, into the progress, the water bank. Like you're, you're buying and selling water credits, and it should just be so transparent who has the water, and it's not the people who need it. I just I go back no. to the just the mismanagement of of the funds here. We're, we live in California, which has one of the highest GDPs of the world, more than yeah, like, we're like a fifth, yep. fifth seventh, country. Seventh, if we were our own country. We are yeah, our exactly. own country. Yeah, we we yeah. like number just, five just as, as far as countries horribly go. Horribly mismanaged. Here's the here. Oh, sorry, I interrupted. Uh, just the last thing I was going to say is if if okay if you, you don't like the desalination idea, well, that's fine. We could build some more water storage because at the beginning of the year they have to empty the dams because Amen. they ran out of storage. Amen. That's so they, that is the moral of the story. We went through a drought a couple of years ago, a multi-year drought. We're talking about entering into another La Nina year where we're going to be faced with the same problems again next year that are going to be even more magnified than they are now. Why in the hell have we not built more storage? And I'll tell you why. It's a seven-year cycle. It has been proven. It, exactly. We're in Generation after generation. We're, we're, we, we cater to mass amounts of, uh, well, fish lives matter more than human lives at this point. Instead of just... Devoting land to building more uh, 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 reservoirs and more storage, we've just completely let that go by the wayside because we don't want to interrupt any of the ecological issues that are going. Well, you know what? We're going to go dry if we're not careful. That's that's a narrative in good years. This year, they ain't talking about fish. No, absolutely. They're pushing water out and they're exactly. pumping it out. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. This is depressing. Let's change the subject. I you guys want to change it yeah. up a little bit? Yeah. I'm, yeah. I, let's get into some fruitful I don't know. topics. Politics have me so fired up right now. I know. It's, it's hard funny. not to be fired we're up. We're talking in about a time the COVID like thing today earlier. Yeah, I got the recall. I got my ballot. We got the in recall. My car. In. I got to figure out who I'm voting for. It's on the list today. We'll get to the recall for sure. Major Williams. I kind of want Major. Did you? Yeah, he came to our, uh, our Merced office at the Ag Center. Nice. Got to sit down with him in a yes, conference room for a couple hours. Yeah. Good dude. Yeah. yeah. Yeah? You like what he stands for? Yeah, if I'm completely honest, I just don't think he has the funds to pull it off. Yeah. Hands down, yeah. that the only thing holding Major back is the fact that he somehow didn't get the draw um, that he should have gotten. Um, I think he was. I think there was actually a force behind it that pushed him back. Yeah. yeah. Because they saw he was so strong of a 
not even just a Republican candidate, of a candidate for the people. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think money was spent to deter him well, from being there. You, you used to see him a lot a year ago. You don't a see him much ago. anymore. No. Honestly, and and during the recall. Before mm-hmm. the U School podcast, mm-hmm. I've hit him up multiple times. Actually, he was going to come on the podcast. Oh, nice. Unfortunately, the date that he had set up for our interview, I got COVID. Oh, <laughs> and wah, 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 not, this was back in the right when it first came out and not knowing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> not knowing what incurred of COVID. I told Alan, hey, man, this is I'm not really sure what's going on, but I'm not going to come in to record. And so we basically told him, hey, we're going to postpone this thing. Right. We're going to try to set up a Zoom meeting or whatever. Uh, and it. All kind of fell through, yet. and it hasn't happened yet. But um, well, now would be a great time. Should we just get right into the recall stuff? Because I, uh, this is on the the topic list today. Transitionary, and yeah, fire away. So okay, so I just filled out my ballot yesterday. Which, by the way, if you are a listener in the state of California and you've gotten the ballot, uh, there is one very very important thing that you need to do when you get that ballot, and that is the very first box on that ballot. Now there's like 29 candidates, right? So 46. you can. Is that, is that where it's at now? I counted 46 on mine. Fact check. Wow. Thank you for Thanks, checking Hank. that. Yeah, that's why we have Hank. He's the man. <laughs> um, the very first box says, do you uh, denounce Gavin Newsom or do you want to recall Gavin Newsom? Yes or no? You need to fill in it that says, box. I mean, at least mine said, shall Gavin Newsom be recalled, be recalled from okay. office? Perfect. The, the, the shall word was a little bit... Yeah, Weird there is some with. funniness there. Like you got to be, re- you got to read those really closely to know that the verbiage that you're actually reading is exactly what you're intended to circle. Shall, right? shall or is an interesting in. word to use. Yeah, it's like the double negatives. So, they try to trick you, yeah. right? You're like, wait a minute, what's going on here? Exactly. This is yeah. Easy. Like, Could you it's imagine not. being a like English not your first language and you're having to vote? It's like, oh my god, shall like, what, what the hell? Shall, is shall? What is yeah. shall? Yeah. What <laughs> Just say, shall? do you that think Gavin Newsom is actual absolute dog crap? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Check. Moving on. Moving on. Where Who is my else candidate? would you like to have? Exactly. Here's 46 other options. Well, I want option number 47. Yeah. And I will pencil it in. Yeah, I'll pencil it in. And no, you don't even have to answer that question on well, the other 49. You just have to answer the first one. The As, first one. Yeah, exactly. It, Send it back. Exactly. He's done. Get rid of him. The Democrats. So here's the idea is the Democrats have a major player, right? In the long term, their game is their long term game is eventually he's going to become the next Democratic possible president. Right. They, well, right. they have a, They have a trajectory that they want to get into, and they they've they played ride this that. out right. over right. the next fifty years. They right. know their moves. This is chess. They're not yeah, playing checkers. Exactly. They're playing chess. They're playing the long game. And whether you're a Democrat or Republican or independent, libertarian, independent, wherever you green stand, party. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if if you do not agree with his politics on how he's managed to handle the situation thus far, whatever you believe, oh the French then laundry. obviously yeah, the French, answer that dirty would be French laundry. Then yes. Okay, so let's so talk just about check why. The yes bar. Let's talk about why he's getting recalled. First of all, he shut down businesses while he left his own winery open. Correct. Okay, so that was one example. That's actually listed in. The list of reasons. I think there are four reasons. Plum right? Jack Winery. Plum Exa- Jack. Plum Jack, right. Or Plum Plum Jack, and it's not a winery. It's a company that oversees Has multiple, multiple wineries. Yeah. Okay. Wineries. He uh, attended a social 
event where he was not masked, although he was mandating masks and he was inside and he wasn't wearing one and got caught with his pants down or a mask off. Therefore, uh, lost a lot of credibility with a lot of things he was pushing, right? Rules, so, rules for these and not for me. Exactly. Uh, there were two others. Uh, oh, maybe one is the fact that energy costs are the highest in the entire nation, and yet we're still dealing with rolling brownouts, and we seem to be covering for our big uh, electrical providers in this state, the monopoly also known as PG&E, uh, and yet Again, we're paying the highest amount of uh, energy costs anywhere else. Mm. That that problem's not going away anytime soon. We've actually been hit with brownouts here and there. Um, and then lastly, we have the highest tax rate in the nation. Yeah. And our infrastructure is falling apart. A number of other things. And De- definitely it's not, not lastly. Well, most yeah. recently, the... Uh, vaccination mandate amongst all of our federal workers right exact first responders and and, and the kind of pick and choose who has to abide by that exactly so so much more to the angst of my body my choice right exactly i know there's some truth to that right so which is the scary part because i know plenty of healthcare workers that are just leaving by the wayside so right so as a first responder i just listened to a two-hour zoom meeting uh, basically nationwide of California professional firefighters, basically all the IAFFs. Uh, they had the California Health and Safety Coordinator there. They had uh, to cover medical. They had the uh, state legal counsel there. I mean, they had so many people nationwide to discuss health standards and safety standards and the fact that they basically all coincided with saying the vaccine is coming. There's nothing you can do about it. It comes, it stems back all the way to smallpox and polio. Uh, we have federal uh, groundings coming from 1888 to 1905 to, um, you know, we're going back 100 years, 120 years. Um, if we tell you you have to get it for the good of the people, there's nothing you can do, whether it's religious. We have the legal standings. We have the to legal standings, yeah. and no judge is going to risk his career right. to say otherwise. Right. And they, we, we've scared them off over the last hundred years, and we'll continue to scare them off for the next hundred years. But see, unlike unlike the COVID thing with polio, smallpox, all these things, there was a process in which those vaccinated those vaccine vaccines were approved, right? So it was like a lengthy seven to 12 year process that they were vetted that they were tested that they that okay they've been on average it takes 10 years to vet a vaccine they said recently the the quickest we've ever cleared a vaccine is six to seven years and that's like astronomical right but so figure six to ten years and we cleared a vaccine in a matter of three months yeah yeah that's pretty wild we now have the cure congratulations and are we realistically (laughs) comparing covid to polio yeah exactly right i mean those are smallpox or smallpox that literally killed people in two weeks yeah right we're we're, we're in a whole different ballgame but decimated yeah listen regardless of where you stand on on this i mean it's it's one of those things that comes down to look at the uh, science yeah i mean like maybe we should just like give it a little bit more time. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate. I mean, most of the people at this table have had COVID, so my, I mean... I, 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 my biggest argument that I make all the time is my 
10-week-old infant son had COVID. Right. And he's a 10-week-old infant, and we he had 102-degree fever, so you freak out already right. off the bat. Exactly. Go to the hospital. Hey, what's wrong with him? Oh, he has COVID. Oh, wow. Okay, well, well what do we do? Take him home. Give him a couple Tylenols. Mm-hmm. Just monitor him. He'll be fine. Yeah. When was smallpox? Is it was that engineered by humans? The same way that COVID was? Uh, I mean, the Germans were doing some. So weird, 1905 yeah, weird is when ger- the mandate came out. 1905 is when the smallpox mandate came out. That said, that, everyone that, will be vaccinated. Was that a natural smallpox. thing, or was that something that was come out 1900s. by like people messing with? I mean, because I I, 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 I don't want, think so. I Maybe think I'm on was, my own saying this out of the four of us, but like I think COVID was completely engineered in a. Laboratory. I, think I agree you're with you 100. Yeah, I think you're, you're not on your own. In a way, yeah, you're not we, on your it, own. It could have been a completely 100 percent avoided so if we weren't. I don't know doing if anybody pays attention to politics, but did anybody realize that uh, Hong Kong and the majority of China was on the vert was on the brink of devastation? They were rioting in the streets. They were lighting buildings on fire. There's a lot of things going on geopolitically at that geopolitically time. Geopolitically in China. Yeah. yeah. That they were basically saying the government has been overthrown by the people. Yeah. And it, within um, less than a week, in a matter of three to four days of me watching this on the news, COVID has been released. Everybody needs to be inside. There's no more going out in the streets. You will die because of this virus. Da-da, and then everybody runs and hides. Well, this is interesting. That was the Hong Kong re- revolution. That's what was going on. Correct. Right. Yeah. So the timing to me and the fact that it came out in Wuhan, China. Now we've also caught guys that are have. Uh, I don't. Again, I'm too many heavies deep right now. To <laughs> we should open another heavy. What do you guys think? But uh, I'm still heavy? working on this, yeah. the pewter one. <laughs> I, but uh, I think this is interesting. It is. You know, but the fact that it's, thought, you, have, you have American military officers that are jumping on planes that are shipping this stuff over. It's It's been proven that it's, it's been brought over. We have funds that have been given to the Wuhan uh, Lab- laboratory. laboratory. Well, I think even, even, I think it, Jim, uh, Xi, President Xi was like, putting out like a pretty aggressive push for that the Wuhan Institute of Virology deserved the Nobel Prize. I think right. that was a part no, of conversation not too long that's ago. That's very true. Yeah. It's a, so it we don't have hilarious. a way to control <laughs> our outspoken. people. They're very outspoken we in a way have, where you're like, wait a minute. Yeah. What are you they saying? Were in what? The, they were in post. We have lost control of our people. Yeah. We have nothing. We have no control anymore. Our economy is about to crash. Well, you can't have the economy of China crash because, right. no. unfortunately, the majority of China owns America. All the bonds no, parallel All, to American. Exactly. We economy. are seven China, trillion dollars China in debt to China. China. So they Global collapse, we collapse. Yeah. Hey, yeah. guess what? We got a we got a fix for you. It is interesting. If you we're going to go our... ahead and drop this virus, and then we're going to we're going to play this thing out. I, I don't I think. And uh, we'll great, spin it up to nobody's business. I'm just saying. Great it's a conspiracy theory. Just saying. To the North <laughs> Korean Yeonmi Park Ooh. podcast. Has anyone listened to that Joe Rogan podcast? It's no. Yeonmi really, Park. Really good. It's, oh my it's, god. It's, it's you. You just you, prepare yourself. Are, are you guys, it is are you guys like, Joe Rogan? Uh, yeah, I am yeah. a Joe Rogan fan. Is this the difference between a communist country and a... No, Yeonmi Park escaped North Korea at 13 years old and gives this vivid description of what that country was like. Wow. And it's, it's riveting. It's breathtaking. Really? Is this you, recent? She's getting recent, recent? She yeah. put, It was last week. Okay. And it's... And it's uh, she paints a very vivid picture. And she's in America, and she said, I don't know how 
no one knows about what's going on over there and how you guys live such a luxurious right. life, essentially. Look at her. She's this, something this, to look at. Too. Yeah, she's right? very attractive. And, she, and, and <laughs> she's hard to understand through the podcast, yeah. for sure. But We'll take her. But, yeah, but, we'll lis- take her. but listening to this thing, oh, my God. Her face is very symmetrical. Would, she's, she's 80 pounds, and she can't 85. get any... 85, excuse me. She can't get any bigger because she was so malnourished for the wow. first for the first part of her life and the, the, sad? the vivid uh descriptions that she gives of the oppression that took place in north korea is i mean okay so I, they're I, desensitized to everything yeah I, I listened to it last week i, I can i can try can to I say the the depression did her body right though well i think she's probably <laughs> had some additional work done so 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 in, in she's not a bad looking girl she's, no she she's, said growing up in north korea they were girl. so hungry Thank you, Gregory. What do we? What do we? Before let's interject for a second. What do we got going on here? So I'm cracking a new can to interject into the North Korean debacle. This is a a Rincon Brewery. We're moving on to the next brewery and Carpinteria. It's called an Indicator, and I'll have Josh talk about the can because this is the queen of the the queen of the West Coast, one of the most famous serving spots in the world, dude. There's which two, I've been waiting to get back there's to. There's two spots: is Indicator, which is where short birds surf, and then there's Rincon Cove, where, where if you want to, you driving mm-hmm. along the 101, heading to Santa Barbara, you see surfers out there all day long, awesome. hit, hitting exactly. the longboard waves. Um, but this is Ooh, the 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 wave to catch is Indicator, dude. At, at Rincon. So this so this is a Rincon. Uh, excuse me, Rincon Brewery. Indicator IPA. The can art is something we always love to talk about, and they, they painted a perfect picture. It's a, it's like a hand drawn picture of uh, of the location, and it's got the waves coming in. You can see the trees, the the, the shoreline. Um, it is a let's see. This is a I always seven point one. If, if I ever won, if I ever won the lottery. Right. There's you only see it as a white little dot or right. There's a white little rectangle right houses. There is a house on the corner of Rincon, and I said if I ever won the lottery, this is the house I would purchase. I'd go up and say oh, I don't yeah. care what oh you what, whatever you want. You just let me know. It it's is almost the it's cost a dream of these spot. Oakdale homes across the street from your house. Right, <laughs> right exactly. <laughs> I watched Mark Finn and I'm like, what guy. is what is happening? Yeah, when the, the house across the street from Josh is 1.8, yeah, 1.6. Yeah, this one right at the end of the cold side. I could still live at this place for 1.6. Unbelievable. This uh, got to give a shout out to Chris Potter because he did the can art on this and uh, 7.1 ABV. Uh, I love the color. What's the SRM? It, there's no SRM oh, degree, but maybe no we should that. look that. Up. That's 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 going to be well. well let's let's put it up everything. to the. Yep, let's I'd get that SRM little, screen back up. It looks like a lighter. nine. It's a nine to me. I, yeah, I'm just going to throw that out there. The Ooh, I'll, I'll like start the conversation at nine, in, and you guys tell me what you think. Let's bring up the image. It's definitely a little darker. It's not. It's not a true blonde. It's in between the two. It's a little clearer. You got a more of West Coast. No hazy on it. No it's, hazy on it. It's no, it's, it's a, very clear the standard, all the way through. Standard IPA, which you'd, what you'd expect. Look at that. You were like think spot, nine, spot on. Nine is the number. Look Maybe argued eight. Ah. Beautiful. What do you think, Bones? I don't know. Color-wise, I'm going to say it's a, an 11, but it's a lot clearer it's than our 11. last one. You know, the, the nine on my screen looks a little darker than the nine on, on that screen. The pixelation oh, may be a, oh, yeah. a little bit different. but We have a little technological discrepancy. Yeah, we're, get, we're getting mixed. We're getting Maybe mixed, 10. Uh, mixed communication between the HDMI. But the haziness. There is none. I mean, this, no, it's clear. Yeah, it's straight clear. through and through. Oh, everyone is, everyone and happy tasty. with their pour? 
Oh, I'm loving it. Let's talk this, North this Korea. Is, this is a good one, right? Yeah. <laughs> Get back to me. I got a, I got a question for Korea, North Korea or South Korea? Which one's K-pop? Where, where did K-pop come That's from? All South Korea. All yeah. South Korea. There's no North Korean. K-pop. North Korea doesn't allow anything because yeah, it's yeah, Korean no. pop. You should really listen to podcasts. I, I have, but I'm just wondering if there's like an underground North Korea K-pop. You know, maybe, maybe there's some like dirty, dirty we don't know about there's, up there. There's no. It's dirty, an N-pop. Dirty. In pop, oh yeah. man, that would be something else. Have you? you listened to this, the podcast? Yeah, the well, the well, North well. Korean one. No, if if I mean I have, yeah. I have, and that's why I'm saying. Has too? No, I don't think so. I, unless it's past episode. The T. Oh, no, no, no. He's talking about the Joe Rogan. No, no, no. Episode. Sorry, oh, sorry, no, no. Sorry, the Joe oh, Rogan. I haven't heard the Joe Rogan. No. Hey. This no, is... I, I do three Hoist and Hemis before I listen to Joe Rogan. <laughs> I got to get caught up first before I... I love let's, let's, let's talk about that because this is, this is ground shattering. Yeah, it, so just to, just to give you an idea, they desensitize every North Korean there just purely through oppression because the best way to control your people is to... Oppression. Or, it's communist, right? Me. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's, okay. it's, it's highly communist. Um, they don't even have an understanding that there's any there's anything outside of North Korea. So a vast majority of their citizens don't even know that South Korea exists, doesn't know that China exists, doesn't know anything about the world other than the fact that the way they've kind of artificially uh, uh, brought their people up in North Korea was was basically written directly from the Bible. And their right. version of Jesus is Kim Jong Un the, the, the Kims? Yeah, the, the Kims, Kims, the Kims, the dictators, the three it's that the have been. regime. Exactly, the regime. So they are Jesus. Well, it's that's a scary side of that's a scary explain. side of communism or, or socialism. Like we we talk about our country going into socialism. Like this is like the a one on a scale of one to ten. Exactly. And we're coming in like we're going to come in hard at an eight. Like it's the worst this case, is it's worst this case is scenario. the worst case yeah. scenario of a socialist communist society. Exactly. Where and, 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 and from a, nothing from a humanity standpoint is very possible it's only a generation totally. away two or three right. correct you watch kb kbg what, what's the uh, russian i think that's uh, the kgb K- kgb and you, they talk you, about re, re uh, engineering people's minds you erase history two year, two generations right and you erase history doesn't matter anymore and you stop it and it that's i mean that's what hitler did that's wild and i'll have to send you the youtube it's epic but i watched it, it i was like it, wow they're like 20 years and we can erase any country's history as far as they believe like i'm like what so in north korea they've done that and it's going on right now right? And no one knows about it she was talking about like how their main goal every day was to eat insects because they had no other way to feed mm. themselves they were so oppressed and so starving and hungry they never thought about what clothes they wear what their hairstyle was, if there was anything outside the borders of North Korea. Right. Kim Jong-un and Kim Jong-il were were literally the beginning of time. Yes. Their, their dates, their schedule, their everything was based off of when Kim Jong-un was born. Right. That was, they uh, had no Jesus, they had nothing. Kim, Kim Jong-soon, right? Soon, the, the, soon the, the, un il yeah. right. Sorry. So then they soon lived il through il the un. 90s? They didn't do a grunge no, thing? No idea. They had no idea. Reminds me of Snowpiercer. You missed out on Bush? Have you seen yeah. that movie? Snowpiercer? Snowpier- yes. Oh, that was a good one. So good. Yeah. Talk oh, about yeah. living Snowpiercer. off a of bug. That's yep. like a whole different... I mean, it, that'll put your mind in the right spot. J- yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just, just listen to that thing. They had a quota on fertilizer because the country never brought in fertilizer. They had to collect their feces. All their feces. Their right. family had a metric ton quota every year. You had to deliver your own poop yeah. uh, that's like to the, the Mad- government. What was the Mad Damon movie where he did that? 
Uh, Martian? Mar- uh, the Martian. The Martian. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. To yeah. grow the potatoes? Yeah. Yeah, same thing. Same thing. She's like, we're walking from Except he's stranded on Mars yeah, right. and <laughs> trying to survive. Hey, North Korea might as well be Mars. That's the USA Earth. in a couple years. Right? And, and they be Mars. could that's, be that's wearing plaid, listening right. to grunge. We lose our atmosphere. No, that's us that's in a couple it. years, that's for done. sure. She, she said, she's like, you come home, you come home from uh, there were no looking for insects. If you saw a dog poop. You were the happiest you were person in the world. Oh, boom. I'm a swoop on that. Dude, they, you, and when, then, our, when our richest people are flying to the atmosphere rather than protecting the atmosphere. You and dog poop? Atmosphere. Come to that's, my house. I'm good. <laughs> well, that's the other thing. I'm a two-time a day so, over at our house. They're so malnourished, and they, they're, they're literally starving that that's to crazy. take one or two poops a month was like a big deal. The scariest part and about the hunger thing, they, she would say that people were just, you, it would be very common to see people dead in the streets or dead in the river. Right. Just floating because they yeah. just died they died right and the rats would go for the eyeballs because right. it's easiest softest meat and then kids would chase the rats chase down them. exactly and just because they were hungry and they would eat the rats yeah. and they would die because the rats gave them disease yeah totally. and the rats would eat the dead kids uh. and then she said and then she's like well why didn't why didn't kids stop eating rats and she said they were happier to have a full belly and die yep than they were to go hungry yeah yeah wow we if you think America's so oppressed, no, yeah, there's exactly. parts of America that's like that already, and that's the big, big problem. I think is that we have this huge nation that I think we we live in a great mm-hmm. California, like we said, fifth probably, yeah, you know, GDP of the world, seven, exactly. Yeah. But you talk about the the South, where you're familiar of it. It's not the same. They're and not eating rats. No, but they're not eating rats. <laughs> they're not that bad. But we're we're going down a trajectory that's heading that direction, and it's like at some point you got to absolutely. You got to stop spending so much money. I, I and I've been spending in our topic for another podcast, but like the Afghanistan war spending, rather than in, in putting money back into our own country. And where do you decide that this is a good spending of money? And, yeah, I know. and and you got global politics versus local politics. It's wild. I'm gonna. It's I'm hard, a, I'm a, man. It's hard decisions for any president. I'm a Roosevelt nationalist. All back to the nationalism. Just, that's deep. Back. Yeah, that's. I mean, Teddy or. Uh, Eleanor, because Eleanor kind of ran the show, to be honest. Uh, Fra- Fra- Franklin? <laughs> Frank- no, Franklin? Uh, Franklin Delano? T- I think Teddy started it, but yeah, yeah. Be the, Teddy, the Teddy side of just bringing everything back home. I don't, I, don't, I don't disagree with the pullback from the Afghanistan war. I just, how it happened was probably not a great idea. But, exactly. exactly. The, but the I, rollout was not done the way it should have been. And, but, and, but I agree, getting out was yeah. in the best. But you listen to how fast we, we did shouldn't it. be and the only you, nation. Have well, you seen that. what the Brits are saying, though? No. The conspiracy oh. side of it is it should not have fallen 11 days. That was nonsense. No. So yeah. you have Brits that are running around. They're going in trying to save everybody they possibly can. They're throwing bodies on their planes, trying to bring them home to protect them because there are people over there that. I think they said 10,000 Americans still over there. Give us That's information or risk their lives for the good of what is right. And we left them high and dry. We packed up and shipped out. And the Brits are saying, so there's this huge, and we have our soldiers, our on-the-ground soldiers, so infuriated with upper management because they're saying, this is the right thing to do. This is what we came for. This is who we're supposed to be protecting now. This is who we're supposed to be pulling. If we're going to pull out of the country, we need to be pulling them out with us. Right. But upper management is saying, nope, don't put them on the planes. Nope. If well, you don't I, have a ticket, you don't have a flight, da da da, because it's coming from overhead, and overhead is yeah. I think I think Biden's big push was 
he wanted it to be done by the 20th anniversary of September 11th. I think that well, was his big a, push. And I think he date. got impatient He's and looking he said, at a number screw and not it, at let's people. pull him. Why, right. to be commemorative? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I mean, Except everything there, this is, is the first year that we haven't had a 9-11 memorial uh, tribute, which is hilarious. No, it has nothing to do with COVID. They just said, no, we're done. We're not so doing this we're anymore? Not, really? On the 20th year is they're not going to do it. Well, I hadn't heard that. I wouldn't put it yeah. past this administration. So, but why? You know, why? I mean, why? As, why? As a first, exactly. As a first responder, so they've already said the IAFF is a little angry. I, 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 While I, we're IAFF, what is the IAFF? International Association of Firefighters. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So Thank the, you for the uh, yeah, so You're a my, firefighter? I, just, I am. Background. Yes. So uh, I work for the first largest uh, union in the nation right now. Wow. So we are the largest fire department in the United States What's currently. That? So we've beat out the NY F or FDNY. Which department? Uh, I can't say yeah, because okay. that ties yeah. me to them. Oh, but if yeah. you were we to Google the Later. largest Later. fire department <laughs> in the United States, it would pop up. Got it. Um, <laughs> Good. My, my I like being between As you pull it up on, right so now on the screen. Feel free to Google it, but I haven't tied myself to anybody. Smart. Uh, so legally, you can't hold me accountable. Um, <laughs> however, that's the main concern is the fact that you're saying never forget. Yet this Forgetting. year on the 20th anniversary, we big one. are going to forget. We're going to pretend like it never happened because we're doing all this other. And again, that's another reason I have a problem with this uh where our party is at currently in the nation. Interesting. So if you say never forget, that means never. Never forget, right? Forget. Yeah. Never uh, a, a lot of good men and women ran into a building and risked their lives for the good of other people. Yeah. I don't care about the politics. I don't care about whether it was a conspiracy or not. It was Pretty a man much in my situation Kissed his family goodbye in the morning, said he was going to go to work, I'll be back in 24 hours, and did not return. Yeah. Because when he was called to do something that was the right thing to do, he went and did it. When somebody calls for help, you react and you go help them. Yeah. And unfortunately, that man or woman did not get to come home that day. And I think that is something that should be honored throughout the duration of time. And this is the first presidency that has chosen not to do such. That's it's, it's and it's hard that is where I have a problem with you, sir. <laughs> that totally. was a good a good PSA. I uh, I know we're coming up on our, our first break. Before we before we do that, and I man, this has been a, a heavy episode. Talk about hoisting heavies. Usually, <laughs> we we take a slapdick approach at, topics. At, 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 in a lot of different directions. We're hoisting some heavy topics, but I'm glad we're talking about them because you know it's good to change things up every now and again. Before we get entirely off this, and before we go on our break, honestly, from my perspective, what I want to say before we get going is I want to give an honest, heartfelt response to. The people that are still in Afghanistan, the citizens, the 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 military, the Afghan military that helped the U.S. Um, for so many years, the servicemen and women of America that shed blood, tears, that died, that lost their lives over in Afghanistan during that 20-year stint. Um, honestly, I can't thank you enough 
for the sacrifices that you've made for uh, not just our country, but in, in, in trying to help uh, liberate a country that has just seen tyranny for so long. For those that have been left behind, um, I, I truthfully uh, hope that we can find a way to get back over there and safely get you guys back home to your families. Um, my, my heart goes out to, to, to all the men and women in that region of the world that unfortunately have come to realize this is the reality of your situation. And for anybody that's in America that bastardizes this great nation, um, I, I would challenge you to go to a place like that and see what true oppression really is. Because the things and the situations, the current events that we hear and bitch and talk about every day, just minor in the greatest comparison to what uh, people in that stage of the world are going through. And so, you know, my hat is off to, um, to, to our military, to, to the folks, the, the citizens of that, that country that are unfortunately going through this really tough thing. I, I can't imagine. And uh, I'm grateful for this country, for what it stands for, the fact that we have the freedoms that we do. And again, this heavy is for you. I yep. just appreciate Amen. it. So if you've ever lost a leg, lost an arm or lost a night's shit. sleep from the memories that you recalled before you decide to do anything, call a brother. Exactly. Call a scissor, call somebody, yep. let them know where you're at before you decide to react on it on your own. For sure. Um, and before, far before too many we break lives off, are being lost here too, in, in, uh, in fashion, I guess that Ed is a, a veteran. Too. Yep. Yep. Maybe True. cheers to him and his wife. Yeah. Cheers. New baby. Cheers New baby. Ed. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Get to do that. Yeah. Yeah. M- do that MMA. Yet? Is it right? MMA. Yeah. MMA. Say it slow, That's so right. it's not mixed martial arts. MMA. MMA. All right. We're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we're gonna be a little bit drunker, and we're gonna get into some slapdick comments because I've got lighter topics. Some yeah, some lighter topics. There's some stuff that's going on right now that I think a lot of people need to know about such as rick flair's potentially rick flair's oral debacle Woo! Uh, i didn't know about this Woo! oh uh, yeah i can't treat. wait i can't wait uh also you know my wife's a big fan of disney i'm super pissed at these moves that they're trying to do if they're not trying to extort us enough as it uh, is you're talking genie app i'm most, on your i'm on your uh, on your side dude, i hate is, this too oh it's my getting gosh. it's getting bad like come on i know you guys had to shut down for a year but this Dude, stop raking us over the coals. We're already paying two hundred and eighty dollars a day for a for a friggin' park hopper. We've been to Galaxy Edge since COVID. Exactly. Come on, give me a break. Give, give me, me a in there. break. <laughs> give man. me in there. Right? Exactly. Got to recoup profits. Um, and then you know, Greg just got back from a pretty big trip, so I want to hear about that, especially from a camping perspective, because you got into some some uh, some interesting areas in terms of like tent camping with kids, saw some uh, young kids. Yeah, saw some country, and then um, obviously. We'll get into uh, a little bit more with uh, Bones and Hank, too. So we're going to take a break. When we come back, brace yourselves for debauchery. All right. Thank you. Mm, Bye. coming back from the break it was that much shorter break than i think we needed to do that we wanted to do we did it though because 
These guys are these crazy bastards are going to do another podcast tonight, dude. They're like, they're just, they're just, they're just getting it done, dude. Double so header. You guys are headed back for the uh, for the U school session. We gotta huh? drop a U school podcast tonight. Nice. So, with the Podfather. With uh, the Podfather. With the Podfather. So we were on a hiatus there for a while due to the uh, uh, the Crab Fest. And uh, the, the problem crab is the crab fest. Yeah, what's this so all about? every every year the uh, Ripping Quarterback Club you poured a sword, didn't you? Puts on a you oh, yeah, I'm doing the island. We, yeah. they, we popped the top of the island yeah. brewery. Yeah. We'll get into that for okay. a minute. But uh, the uh, what's it called? It's the steak crab. Steak and oyster. Steak and oyster. Steak Sorry, and I said crab. Steak and oyster. <laughs> so the steak and oyster <laughs> is a year-long tradition that has gone on for probably well over 30 years. Oh wow. I'm so Rip and Staple? Rip and Staple. So I grew up across the street from the Rippin Community Center. And as long as I have lived. Heavy alert, heavy alert, heavy alert. Uh, it has always occurred. And the smell of the steak and the, not so much the steak, but more the oysters mm. that were left over would be pungent for the next week to two weeks. And the oh, funny wow. thing is, is nobody in the quarterbacks club was ever a quarterback. Which I, <laughs> right? I challenge them all. That's a good I challenge them all. Come back at me with that. I want to see Jim and Tim throw a football. I guarantee you, back in 88, they couldn't throw it over the mountains. Maybe a is this tight for, end. This isn't it's, an Uncle it's Rico. Not a quarterback club for sure. Yeah. No. Throw a clear over them mountains. Well, you got uh, you got old Storm and Norman over there that uh, only played men's volleyball. He's so how he's how, how is a men's volleyball player in the quarterback club? I'm so confused right now. You pay you, enough money. I guess yeah, they'll take anybody. Money. Anything for a prize. Yeah, they're willing to take anybody. <laughs> okay, we had a heavy alert. Hank. This is one that you uh, brought up as well. I've already tasted this. I've oh, got it in my glass so right good. now. I said this is oh my favorite my of, of all the ones I brought. Because, you know, honestly, it's the only one I've had because they do it all the time. So the, the one that we brought from Brew Labs, is, it's, a, it's a 100-gallon episode. It, it is only You can only get Brew Labs on an on, on and off basis. Indicator was great. It was Don't great. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, that Indicator was good. Indicator Brewers came from Island Brewing Company, and Island Brewing Company came out with the, this King Tide maybe th three to five years ago. Um, they've won a couple gold medals at the uh, Brewers Association in Colorado, the big the big dog. Oh, wow. Um, this is their double IPA. It's called King Tide, which is, if you Google King Tide, it is the lowest of low tides that happens. Ever. It, it, Clayton talked about it earlier. It's like, it's like a tsunami where the waves go way out. But there's no repercussion of waves coming back in. So if, if you're able to go out and you live by the beach on a king's tide, you can go out and get some seriously cool shells and stuff. Nice, great. You want to go clamming? That's clamming. a good way. Great, good surfing. Go and look for the bubbles for sure. You'll be right over the reef. This uh, sucker's a nine percenter. I'm gonna read the Dip can it in its truest it's, form. It's, it is not, and I got to tell you, well, maybe it's pretty cool actually when I look Hank, at the bring can. In the heavies. Um, I'll exactly. wait for someone else to Heavy talk Hank. about the can because there's some cool stripes. The images in the stripes, it's, it's a very plain looking can, but somebody maybe down the road can talk about it because they brought extras. Um, King Tide Double IPA, mirroring the extreme high and low tides that occur during a few times of the year when conditions are perfect, our King Tide Double IPA is also a cosmic rarity of Simcone and Centennial hops. Oh, that's Simcone. American malts buoyed the experience while double dry hopping brings the full range of harmonic DDH. amplitude. This double IP is Who are the about. poets that write those Right? Exactly. I was poets. just thinking that. It's like the, Carl Sandberg That's lyrical like magic. Wolf, yeah. Ralph Waldo. The, the day Anderson. that Hoist and Heavy comes out with the kids' book, I am buying four <laughs> copies. <laughs> yep. I'm 
Ernest nighttime, Hemingway nighttime was brought that. back from the dead That's just that. to write bedtime stories for, for kids. It's just uh, weird that you can be a linguist and a beer maker. A cunning yeah. linguist, even. <laughs> cunning well, linguist. Hey, page cheers. by page. Thanks Would that again be called cunnilingus? Cunning linguists. Yes, yeah. No, not to be, you know, not confused. to be confused, just obviously. Saying. You yeah. might get the Caldecott. I mean, like, it's like, a win-win uh, all around. <laughs> Especially if this was the wives episode. Okay. Oh. So there was, uh, there was a story that came out earlier in the week. And uh, apparently it's been shot down by Ric Flair himself. But the story, the gist of the story was that there were these people on a train that saw Ric Flair going down on this chick right on the train okay legs up in the air oh the yeah whole thing. brother oh, <laughs> i think that was macho man <laughs> that was macho man but so <laughs> Woo! 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 exactly so rick flair apparently went down on a chick now i've got a picture of this and it has not been validated him going down on it yes oh this my is, this oh. is this is the this is the picture that that that's been going around now that's a head of blonde now, hair that's a head of very blonde that white could be hair. any senior citizen that could be any senior citizen exactly now to no, his that's credit, intense though he's going after look it look at that leg tattoo <laughs> he is Goodness. yeah exactly and that ain't a senior citizen she is not a senior citizen no she is not those gams don't belong to a senior citizen but those are some long feet she's Gotta be at least six foot. She's yeah, happy with whatever's happening. We're talking supermodel. Okay. She looks old in the tooth. Oh, those toes are curled. She's committed. The toes oh, yeah. are curled for sure. Now, the position that she's in on this train, like, she's fully getting eaten by the seat, but her legs are straight up in the air. I mean, she's in the full-on position of, like, if I'm going down to, like, do a line of this, blow this or something. This is on public transportation? This is on public transportation. No like, shame. he August looks like he's 17th. gone down. Yeah, August 17th. Oh, this was very recently. Recent. Just, like, three days ago. Yeah. Now Ric Flair has come out oh. and debunked this. He said, "No, that wasn't me. Obviously, I, I don't do that on trains." That's somebody um, though. Wow. But it's somebody. The somebody with the gall that says, and and, and maybe so much. Maybe the bigger story here isn't necessarily that it's Ric Flair, but that a dude of that stature, of that age, with the white hair and everything, is willing to just give it, it its all. That's and, what I was I mean, gonna say. Like props a, to put, him put for that. Put a blanket over you, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I like how they did look on the right side though. They did try to pull, put like a little barricade up so like little kids that walk walk by don't the know what's going on. The elevation of the big yeah. toe it just flaunts that <laughs> and, and blocking. If you don't good. see the toes curling, dude, it's pretty amazing. I mean that that dude is obviously degaffing to every. I want to know how many what bracelets is she wearing? Right so I now? thought that was it a looks smartwatch. Like a Fitbit, but definitely smartwatch. Yeah, but she must have like just come from a rave because that's like a. Like a paper. You guys you said that I mean? she didn't look old. Yeah. I think those she are wasn't old at the water. Legs. She wasn't at Oakwood Water Slides. That's my nice shirt sure. though. He's he's wearing a shirt that I was wearing earlier. That's a, that's a, the business man shirt. Yeah, style he right there, right? It's, it's an Oxford plaid. J. Crew. An Oxford plaid. <laughs> right? Yeah, I have that shirt. Well pressed. It's a J. Crew. It quite possibly well could pressed. be J. Crew. It's, it's not relaxation mode. But he's business mode. But we're talking bleach blonde with gel. <laughs> who who saw back. that and was like, that's Ric Flair? I mean, it could. It's kind of hard to tell. I would From easily behind. say that could be Ric Flair. I mean, because he's got. That's a spray old on man tan. Hair? All I see is an earlobe of spray on tan with some white ass hair. They said, yeah. who looks gel. like. A geriatric fuck that would be that eating guy box. saying well, good for him for right being that here geri- right now good for him for having that recognition right dude now. i gotta give this guy props though i mean totally. he, he knows what he's doing he's been around the block a time or two so i tried okay so 
I took this picture and I tried you to... You took this picture? No, I didn't take this picture. <laughs> I, I, took, I took this picture on the computer and I wanted to really go... I tried to investigate a little bit. So this is what I did. Mm. I started Googling... Google imaging pictures of Ric Flair's hands to compare his hand to the hand that's on this lady's rump, okay. rump okay. to see if it matches up. And what happened, Sherlock? Exactly. I went deep. I went deep into the paint on this a little bit. So, so I'm. So gonna, you went for this area right here. Did yeah, you I measure his fingernail? I was more concerned okay. with what's going on right down here, not what's going on up here. Over here, because Fair I wanted enough. to see if the hand matched Rick's. Flair's hand to okay. actually add credibility to whether or not. I want to know who Lee Please is. tell me we pulled up. I would have. I would be looking match. at the the seats to I, see uh, if they match. Joey Tribbiani's geographical area. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Like, who is who go. is on this train? Because yeah, the train seats look very very specific as far as like that's that's not an Amtrak train in California. No, no, wait, no, no. But maybe I'm looking at a, the hair. Maybe it's in his geographical area. I have white area. hair that's gelled. Slick back. Oh, he's got a ring on his. I, I like that. Well, I like where you're going with this. Okay, so it's not evidence. A it's, ring. It's not yet. A ring. But let's let me see if I can. No, but it, he's he's trying to. He's posting evidence. Ring. He's building the case here. I I, okay. I see so wait, where you're going. What we're this. saying is the I right like the hand. train idea. Yeah, the, with the seats. Yeah, yeah. With the with the seats. But the right, right hand. I don't see. Oh wait, no but ring. you just had one. Okay. The girl had a tattoo too. But wait, I'm there was a photo that didn't have a ring on it. Let's go no pull ring. this to the side real quick so we can look at the side-by-side -side <laughs> comparison because I think this is going to be interesting to be able to... Okay, so that's his right hand and the right hand on the booty. He apparently so, loves the ring. And the he does love the ring. So should we go to a different hand? Okay, there's uh, there's the middle finger. Show me a hand that doesn't have a ring on it, okay. and we have ourselves... And we have ourselves... We, 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 we've got some something to compare it to, right? Let's see. Are there any other... Oh, here we go. There's a... Okay. Oh, there it so is. So there's the right no hand, and there's the right hand. Now let's see if we can't. Can we match look at the color up. of the hair? Now, Skin that, tone okay. to hair tone. Okay, the hair tone is spot on. Hair tone spot on, and the hairstyle is spot on. Spot on. And that guy has broad shoulders. Doesn't like, has even broad matter. Shoulders. Broad shoulders. What kind of girl is I have this? A very for this from from the Rick Flaresque guy. Like, Are you I kidding me? If you were a girl, <laughs> three percenter, like, you're gonna say like, oh, hey, you're really He's famous. Nice shirt. Let's get down. Because this yeah. isn't necessarily Ric Flair. This is just some old dude who's wearing an uh, Oxford shirt. Let's say it is Ric Flair. Dude, like J. Crew. When you're 65 <laughs> so plus saying, by the Kathy J. Crew, Ireland, going, Right, Kathy Ireland is no longer a supermodel, correct? She lives in Summerlin. I should not but talk she does live her. in Summer, Summerlin. She lives in Summerlin. <laughs> I've seen her <laughs> in your neighborhood. I, correct? I know so if there is know, a chance that all of a sudden on there for that sure. someone very famous and used to be very attractive now wants to do this to you on a train, you're going to say no? Those aren't her legs. Dude. Okay. No, no, no. I'm saying, not saying her. I know, but that's definitely not her. Hypothetical. Let's reverse uh, it. She's no. super famous. You're just an average Joe. He's super famous. You're an average Let's Joeette. Let's just assume this is Ric Flair. Let's just give him some credit for plausible deniability. That well, wasn't me. <laughs> these hands look very similar, too. I'm telling very you. Very similar. I mean, you can... Um, so I tried to look Lengthwise, knuckle size. Anything. I would say the dude is, is, is saying I'm Ric Flair to get where he's at right now. In that picture, yeah. it, I it, would say I'm Ric Flair. If it yeah, wasn't Ric Flair, is, I would happening. be like, yeah, I'm Ric Flair. Yeah, right. Exactly. exactly. I look like Ric Flair. Exactly. If I get to do that to you on a train, I guess I'm Ric Flair. Call me Hulk Hogan. I'm in. Hey, yeah. 
Now this is a different kind of train than what I'm used to, you know, or what I've heard. You that know, sounds right. so dirty. I know it was meant to. It was a double entendre. But if you look, I tried to like look for some like varicose veins in the hands to see how they compare. But the color tone of the hands is the exact same. Now you're like, on the money. Everything. In, I mean, other than seeing his actual face because it's buried in this muff. If you, you find can't... a picture of him wearing that J. Crew blue and white Oxford mm. stripe or mm. checkered shirt. Oh, okay. So should we? Uh, oh, you find it's, that? It's the one percent of women in. who's going to go for the Ric Flair, anyways. I think we're going the wrong way. I think the train, the train's the way to go. Yeah. Well, it would be very what train easy. Is that, but hey? I will say this: Can we look at her hands? Can we look at her, her legs? You know, you're Specific never find tattoo. Out. I'm not saying this girl is not 20 or? years old. No. D- but no, she's, no, no, no. She's under she's 40. She's in her 50s. She, she could be she's, 30s. She could no, be. No, I'm going. That's pretty flexible, bro. 50s. I, I gotta late, say, she's not in her 50s. Okay, no late way. 30s mm, at the earliest. Do you guys see? You guys see the spotting on her legs? Not 20s. Not 20s. I'm sorry. Can Look at the side. Look at the length of my foot compared to her foot. And look she at your forty-year-old leg trying to get high... up there, dude. There's no way. Okay, well, I have I'd say a 30s. busted knee sure. right now. But do you guys see her hands? That girl. Yeah. See, there's veins. Yeah. That she's an older lady. And that she is definitely older. Yeah, she could be look, one of his women already. That is that would not be a good, good guess. Be. I mean, I'm not saying she's a score and a half to begin with. Well, we don't know because we can't see her face. No. All we can see is his head buried. I gotta in a say, mop. this is this is almost where I wanted to be when I heard episodes of your uh, favorite nude episodes. <laughs> but we're getting there. We are slowly getting there. Oh, that was a good one. She I, stole my striptease idea. That was the best one. Oh, oh yeah, nice. so good. Right? Who's in? Mm. Huh? Should we should Who? we revisit this Trip-tease. topic? Demi nah, Moore. we all got our own. Mine was Highlander three, but I, 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 Highlander like, uh, three. I digest. <laughs> oh I my digest. God. Was that Jason Patrick? Who was in I Highlander? Know, it was still the same dude. I literally watched Christopher Lambert. Yeah, but it was some kind of weird dude who could do like the the bad guy. When I say the dude, the bad guy could shape shift into anybody. I, I literally cool. watched oh. Fast Times pretty, at Ridgemont pretty High amazing. because oh. of that episode last week. Yes. Really? Oh, I love That's so, a great movie. Such a good movie. Phoebe. Is, uh, Phoebe. Yeah. Phoebe. Who, by the way, today, she's held her age well. She looks totally. good. Yes, really? she has. She's been doing a good job. So are we like... Are we undecided here? I don't think that this picture proves it's Ric Flair, but I don't think we can discount. I don't think you can come I think to a Ric Flair could d- do conclusion. It. I no. think she, I think she, whoever's doing that is getting away with being Ric Flair. Kind of looks like Joe yes. Biden. He kind of maybe that's what Biden was doing on vacation. Yeah, but that girl's not nine could years old. I would so respect definitely not Biden way more <laughs> if that Joe. was him. <laughs> That would be it, good now, media publicity in, for in, sure. In the argument that is this that, could be that, Joe Biden. That, what's his wife's name? Teacher what? In the argument that this what? could be Doctor Joe what? Biden. Dr. Jill. That would be um, crazy. He, he, uh, in the argument that this could be Joe Biden, he is sniffing her. Just yeah, he's not oh, yeah. differently. He's definitely not all the way in there, but he's no. he's heading in there. Just smell sure. some hair. He's not necessarily. He's like, I got a scent of tuna, but it's not <laughs> yeah. a Subway sandwich where it's not real tuna. Exactly. God it's damn it, definitely Jared. tuna tuna. Now I can't tell. It doesn't look like he's tongue punching the fart box, but he may right. be close to it. Wow, he's in a great spot. He Let's is. He's, oh yeah. He's Anybody taking a, an eight-hour train ride? If this is you, you're. This is the, the, the highlight of the trip. <laughs> Hank, you and I have taken a few train rides together, and I've never ended up in this situation. Never okay. was. Oh, oh, we were on a train, we were on. much more religious. This might have been us. True. But 
I agree yeah. with you. Yeah, this is, this is a high position. Yeah, I digress. You guys are both married. I don't know why you should be talking about this. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Not with each other. <laughs> we should clear that up then. Yes. Yeah. Good please. specification. There was a yeah. time where him and I were on a train and a girl came up and was looking to give fellatio to one of us oh, yeah. in the bathroom. An wow. offer an offer was made. Pre marriage. Pre marriage. Wow. Pre, this pre is a true story. Wait, this is a true, true story. story. True story. True we were story. on an Amtrak uh, on our way to Santa Barbara. And both of us were like, you need to just chill out. You don't need to give lotion on a guy on the train because we were very. <laughs> you need to find a, the was Lord. She a business woman? Uh, this could have been you. In reverse, no, exactly. There would not have been any white hair in this picture. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> and this is before the time of cell phones, so well. this wouldn't have come out. But yeah, exactly. You know, this, this now, definitely could. But have. hey, we yeah. So could have been both of us. I just, I just I wanted, know what she We took the for. higher ground and uh, way higher. We were way higher. Times declined. Good evening, guys. Poor decisions. We gave her several Pringles, strong. Pringles chips until the dude with a FUBU outfit came and stole yeah, her away. That's right. Oh. That's right. Whoever yeah. it is, there's, there's oh, definitely got to be a commendation yeah. made. Yes. Like, that is some brazen material. That there. really you, is. Yeah. Good for you. There are two things I want to talk about. There's people across the aisle. I want to know the guy that took the picture, how long did you sit there and watch? <laughs> Thank you. Before you decided <laughs> so, to walk away? Or did you just stay there and continue? Like, did no, he post the like, picture, hey, but he has the whole video at home? Slap me in. Yeah, yeah right. Tag it's in. a tag I'm team. Red, I'm ready. Tap me. Tap Which me in, Rick bro. Rick Flair knows all about tag teaming because Hell he's yeah. been a wrestler, so uh, he knows a thing or two yeah, about Yeah, the, the chairs kind of even swiveled a little bit. Like, the yeah. guy's like, I'll turn it. There's Tap a dude lacing up his knee-high boots, putting on his luchador mask. Like, I got this. Here we go. It's Royal Rumble. Tap me in. Let's go. Okay, so two questions I have. Why did he? Why did this person taking the picture? Again, he was curious. Obviously, I think anybody would be in that situation. Why did he take a still photo and not a video? Because Thank I you. think a video would have told more, TG, right? Dude, it's harder to edit way to ask that question because the videos are the way to go. Yeah, I'd even say that, like, harkening back to our good buddy Ed, you take more videos now, and you can chop out the pictures, man. Exactly. You got your kids running around the yard. Take a video of them, please, yep. because you're gonna want it later. And then you can take your still photos out of that video, exactly. Right. Rather than like, okay, oh, 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 no, no, redo it, redo it, redo it, please, 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 please. Just, just like a, like a, a 20 minute video, and then yeah. delete they can the video. scream the entire time. Yes. But there's that one time where they were about to fart that looks like they're smiling. Beautiful. You capture that moment, <laughs> screenshot it. Spoken that goes like a on dad of a 10 year old right there. Boom. Yes. And that's, rock and that roll. is the gold of old school American home videos. That's yeah. It. Thank you. Yeah, but now we have it on yep. our phone. It's, it's accessible. It's Do too it. easy Why to not? take a picture. Take a picture. Take a picture. But you know what? I think that the uh, the camcorders or just that's the way to go. Camcorders. Uh, that's a term I haven't hey, heard in a it long was. time. Who, who, who spent Bob a lot Saget of American, American home videos. videos. America's oh Funniest God. Videos. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, exactly. AFV, baby. Stuff. And how that man got the show, because he has the most foulest Dirtiest sense of humor. ever heard. I bought Jordan a, just a video recorder. I'm like, just do it. Just take all these pictures, do all this stuff, because in today's world, like we have all this technology, but we just abuse it. Don't totally. use it. Right. So like all that stuff that's that's worth gold in twenty years. When I'm yeah. old and decrepit, I want to see that. Oh, it's like podcast. You get it for eternity, and if, if you well, if what, you yeah. shelf it right, it's gonna last forever. Exactly. And it's, it's an amazing thing that you need to take advantage of. And we of. get to relive in- the conversations between friends. Well, and that's oh, what we said. That's that right. was the premise of you school was the oh. fact that these are conversations people pass. Say we get in a vehicle accident on the way home. But the people that want to remember us will always be able to ha- capture these moments and these conversations. Yeah. This, this was something cool I wanted to touch it. on real quick was, you know, like 
the media, the news sources, without getting too political, like how trustworthy are they nowadays? They're pretty untrustworthy. The what? Like a hundred percent. I'm a Joe. I'm a, I'm a Joe Rogan guy. <laughs> there right. you go. I am too. Podcasts are to the population so much more trustworthy than they are any other media source. Right. We're here right now in this garage. Right. Talking about what we feel are facts. What we feel are uh, uh, important to our communities and our families, yeah. yep. and in twenty years, and if people listen to that and say, "Hey, you know, things were different back then," yeah, I think that is of the utmost importance. Again, with the whole like, you know, you can erase erase history in three, two or three generations. The things that we're doing here right now, just talking about, but we have captured the fact that Ric Flair went down on a chick on a train. On a train, son. <laughs> no one Forever. would know that. Forever. No one would know that. Forever. I know. You can't. You can erase it off we're, the internet, but you can't erase us. What, the, exactly. Right? The minute topics that we talk about are recording history. Exactly. Totally. KCR three ain't talking about that. No, they're That's not. A, no, ta- they're they're not. not talking about the more important no. things like Ric Flair eating muff on a train. Oh gosh! Thank you for the weather, babes. Yes. You oh, sent me. It. I, yes. Yeah. Wow. Oh, KCRA. Goodness gracious! Getting into Central Valley news, like, why do I need to know about the weather in the Central Valley? Oh, because Josh told me these. You got to watch the Espanol weather, babes. So true. I'm so glad you brought that up because thank you. Tom Hart sent me something the other day of one of the KCRA babes. That is oh. a good point. Shout out have, to Tom Hart, the local community one of uh, us. news. Yeah, the news. The news. Yeah. yeah. Also, no. Also nobody's the nobody has gotten and I'm drawing a blank on the name because I was I had to erase her off my Instagram because my wife saw her and goes, <laughs> yeah. "What are you doing?" So Who I went, "Okay, girl? fair enough." Uh, you didn't go to high school with her, yeah. Melanie oh. Hunter. Oh, so okay. I had to erase Melanie Hunter off my Instagram. No, I didn't have to. I chose to race Melanie Hunter off my Instagram because you're right. It was leading me Sultry. down a she is she is a uh, hot tamale, an attractive woman, jalapeno. Uh, yes, a jalapeno. Uh, yes. A jalapeno. So, anyways, that's not where I need to be at with What's my mindset. Uh, <laughs> but hands the, down, the phenomenal, best, the most, the I, most talented news. Highly talented from a visual perspective from Arizona State University. Wow, mm. yeah, Bones yep. is saying he's Rick Flair that for sure. Yes, yeah. that's what I'm hearing. Okay, <laughs> so the second question I have, other than the fact that why didn't this guy take a video, my next question is, what that do one. you think this conversation was before this act actually <laughs> took place? So, do you think they were just like getting a little handsy and they're like, dude, tonight's gonna be awesome, <laughs> we're gonna go have good dinner and uh-huh. maybe open a bottle of wine? It's going to be nice. Like, I can't wait. And then she was like, I can't wait either. And he's like, no, I can't wait either. And then they were like, well, then why are we waiting? Like, let's just build a little barricade on the armrest. At what point did the phrase, hold my beer, come into this situation? Which I see no evidence of any alcoholic beverages taking place here. Like, this seems like a sober decision at this point, right? Could be. It could be. It could very well be. But uh, you can also see here. the glare from the window. So, like, there's sunlight there. So, they didn't even put down the shutter. They're so, just like, no, oh, we're no. going at a good pe- speed right now. Who's, so who, who, who's, who's been like, a constant train traveler? I have not. But in Italy, it's so affordable. Right. And the way of travel traveling. by train. Exactly. I mean, it was me and my wife on our honeymoon. I've never gotten to that point. But that's, uh, again, that's so brave. But I, I have seen Harry Potter and his crew cruise to Hogwarts. This is true, for sure. 
eight times. Yeah. Fuck my wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah. this never occurred. I mean, I never saw the British. Ron, Hermione. Ron, Ron never went down Hermione's. Ron never did this to Hermione's. Hermione's Heine ever. See, uh, an adult version, right? This if there was, I probably would have been a much bigger Harry Potter fan <laughs> than I already am. Uh, now the thing that also that like heavy alert, heavy alert, heavy alert. What do we got here, uh, Hanky? I'm opening up the tres cervezas. Cervezas. Oh God. Tres cervezas. Cervezas. Hazy session. This is a hazy, hazy beer. Put the madre. Say it right. Come on. This is this is the beer brewed by all three <laughs> nice. breweries in in Carpinteria. Five point two IBUs. I'm gonna read the. Uh, How many syllables is Carpinteria? I like how you went for it. Carpenteria. Five. Uh, five. Nice. It, that is a mouthful. Cinco. A fucking town. It's when the uh, the missionaries came to the, the, the coastline and they saw these guys building rafts to float to the island. They called it the carpenter shop, which is uh-huh. Carpenteria. And that's, oh. that's where Car- the, the actual name came and from. And that is where we had your bachelor party was on the islands. We did do some, uh, yeah. Hold the Channel Islands. Carpenteria. Re, uh, that's five. Yeah, yeah. Someone read the side of this baby for the old book of uh, Fire Away. Put Case to Bed. <laughs> this is the latest collaboration from Island Brewing Company, Brew Lab, and Rincon Brewery, exclusively for the Carpentria Surf and Suds Beer Festival. This year, the Brain Trust of Brewers decided to wow. brew a hazy session IPA fermented with an expressive yeast strain. This brew showcases Citra, Mosaic, and Galaxy hops. And makes for a unique offering, which is smooth and satisfying, while still maintaining a hoppy aroma and flavor profile. Cheers. What a description. Whew. Beautiful. I'm excited for this one. This is going to be a lighter beer than what we've been drinking. Oh. What do you I, think the SRM is? Uh, I'm spilling. I don't know why this is spilling so bad. I'll leave that for Joshy. Um, I'm going to guess another 9, 9 to 10. I, think I don't know right. if it hit the second row or not. Yeah, I'd say right around there. I think Bones oh, goodness is behind. Gracious. Bones needs to... I'm way behind, but right I'm here, fine right with that. I'm a lightweight. <laughs> I'm here for you, Greg. And, uh, I've got that right in the middle there for you. There you go. There you go. Need a little yeah, toss I over. am... Uh, oh. Here, bon- Bones. I still drink, have to drink drive three, tonight. Three beers behind in the golf cart. Yep. No, yeah. not in the golf cart. One of the things that we... In the Audi, which is different because that's a real car. It's a where German cops car. can give me a real ticket. Not in the Autobahn. <laughs> not in the Autobahn, but I drive like that. So... Have we have we decided have we decided? So, uh, so can like we just take? vote? Is this yeah, Ric Flair? Exactly. Not? Let's vote. Let's take a round the Bones, table. Do you want me to drink this whole beer for you? Yeah, you need to drink. That. <laughs> I'm gonna cast a no. I'm vote. just gonna watch I'm gonna you. Cast a no vote for Ric Flair. Hank, you're no. You're I'm no. no. I'm no. I'm Ric Flair. I think okay. this is a lucky bastard who said he was Ric Flair and got <laughs> into this girl's crotch oh, and is just enjoying every second of it he's okay. gonna get home and be like fellas look at the internet because i told everyone i was rick flair and look what i did <laughs> so we're one no i i mean it'd be very easy to validate this by either finding the guy who posted this on his twitter page and asking him directly dude you know that you were looking at these people as they got off of the train is it really rick flair or they got going off to the train, on the train or they got off on the, the train, train. exactly. Yeah. Cheers, <laughs> nice. I love it. <laughs> so before I cast my vote, I just want to give this guy mad props because he took the Mile High Club a mile 
too low. Yeah. I mean, he basically reinvented the wheel on this. He just said, you know what? Yeah. Like, I'm not even waiting for the mile high club. I'm just going to. Why play in the clouds when I can play in the mud? Exactly. Eat trowel (laughs) right here, right now. This is happening. Parents and kids be damned. I I need to Reg- do this for regardless her, of what the mainstream media says. It's you can't prove that's Ric Flair. That's you can't. Problem. Amtrak. So, yes. Track. I'm gonna go with the, right. I'm gonna go with a yes, and this is why. Even though it's probably a no, I'm gonna go with a yes because it's I hold Ric Flair. Way. It's more fun that way, yeah. nope. and I hold Ric Flair in a high regard. I would think that a guy like Ric Flair, the, the what, what what's his uh, what's his moniker or his uh, not his moniker but his uh, nickname? It's Colin Guard. Is it? Uh, Rick Flair, pretty boy, Rick Flair. Or no, no, no. Is that what it is? Woo! Well, that is definitely yeah, that he's, for uh, sure. No, it's uh, that's What's, what it is, right? Pretty. Uh, Rick, I think it's pretty boy. Pretty is it? Is it pretty boy? He's the best looking man in the WWF. Yeah, dude. Right? I mean, he is the okay. What it's is a different it generation of WWF for sure? It well, is. before <laughs> it became the World Wildlife Foundation, <laughs> and we had to protect pandas and all that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> the Do you nature remember boy. that? The nature I, boy. Why did I not get that right? The nature boy, Ric Flair. He's so, definitely I'm, in nature. Uh, he's in her nature. And he's going to it. And I'm oh, going to say is. yes. Because I like the fact of... I like the allure. I like the uh, the mystic behind... Or the myth of like Ric Flair... I'm gonna Tuna eat, is I'm gonna eat living nature on you this like tray. The bravery. I do. I appreciate that, I and I feel it. like that's definitely something Rick would do. So I'm gonna go with yes. I've been on a train that that takes some big balls, and not my balls. No, not yours. But no. okay, so we you were you land on this on Greg? a train or in a train. A couple times. Good for you. <laughs> Pre marriage. <laughs> Pre marriage. So what? So where do you fall on this, Gregory? What's your What's your What's your assessment? No, whoever, I know where you who, land because you're a realist. You're not whoever it is. And it's impressive. Yes. Okay. So you're a no. Right. Yeah, uh, okay. Rick, uh, as far as who it is, yeah. is that Ric Flair? Oh, I'm pessimistic. This, I mean, you can't prove it, so no, it's not Ric Flair. Okay. Got some it. guy that's close enough that says, hey, "I'm Ric Flair." I'm and gonna he got some broad be like, oh, <laughs> "Eat my box." Exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Eat. Cheers, yeah. mate. I do love though. They didn't even wait for a sleeper cabin. They were just like, no economy seats. This yep. is what they. Yeah. This is what they. They come for. And yeah. to the point of bones, she's coming for f- it. Who took the picture? Right. Like, yeah, you, I know. No one asked that question ever. Like, okay, oh, this That's, is queer. This is weird TMZ photo. Okay, who took the picture? Ain't that no guy's way, bro. Something. Right. So Magnus, Magnus Juicy. <laughs> can we hit him up and be like, hey, bro? We need a little bit you know more what? detail. I'm going to find... Okay, so his name is Kamani, the guy who took it. Oh, he's, he's got a Jamaican Jamaica. flag. Jamaica man. So the I'm Jamaican thinking, ball sled team. Guys, oh, yeah. You know what? No way, bro. I'm going to do my part for this podcast for Hoist and Heavies. I'm going to try to go to work and see if I can't find out who this guy is and see if I can't get him on bring, the podcast. Bring him on. Bring him on. Exactly. We got to wow. do this. We need to bring him on and Kamani. we need to get... Uh, you need a Kamani, the, Kamani podcast. the podcast. Exactly, Kamani. This, we need the real tr- deets. What uh, train we I need to ride for Kamani. this kind of experience. Is there an extra cost for this? Or is this like a standard Kamani ride my train? Exactly. Uh, I mean, I've got Where did you start? Questions. Like, I want to know how your day was going. Exactly. Like, did you get fired earlier today? And then all of a sudden you were like, my day was looking really down. But then all of a sudden I watched Ric Flair go down on this chick. And I was right. like... Well, I guess this day's really not that bad. Exactly. And why didn't you video it for real? That's, yeah, that's, and that's, do that's you, my other question for Well, right. maybe he did. And this is the screenshot that he took. Uh, he sold true. the screenshot to TMZ. Pay-per-view. But he, he's got the video that he's going to release later on HBO Max. Hey, you know, hey, hey, 
Publicity Boom. pays. Yeah, publicity pays. That's it. Publicity pays. Bones, where do you fall on this? So far, we're at oh, a 100%, one hundred percent. That's Rick Flair. Okay, so we're 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 an even split here. Fitty fitty. We're a fitty fitty. Now, I will say, and I, this wasn't on the topic board, but because we're going down this rabbit hole, have you guys just recently seen? We we've talked on this podcast a number of times about OnlyFans, and OnlyFans. Uh, do you know what OnlyFans is, Hank? Only from this podcast. Okay. I got to tell you, it's been an educational. Really? <laughs> it's an educational family show. There, there's a funny meme going on. Like, I may spend some stupid shit on or money, stupid amount of money on stuff in my life, but I've never played, paid $5 to see a girl's pussy on OnlyFans. <laughs> there's truth to that. So That's now a, it's a very viral thing. Yeah. OnlyFans just came out with a public statement earlier this week that beginning October 1st, I believe. So there's one more month. Fall in October, yeah. Where they, excuse me, where they are no longer allowing sexually explicit material on OnlyFans. Pornographic. Pornographic material on OnlyFans. But that's what OnlyFans is for. Exactly. Pretty much. Exactly. So now, all, all the girls that I know in my generation are like, oh, subscribe. Why what am I going to do? Now I got to get a real job. Yeah, you know, like, you, oh my I goodness. can't make 18 So the girl that week. went from making like, Eighteen hundred dollars a month, a week, right. a week. Oh, dude, they make well, a day. Well, well, hang on, the make... chick that the U.S. Army, he accidentally was on the Twitter account. Do you guys remember this? No. So there was a guy that somehow had access to the U.S. Army Twitter account, and then posted to her account like, "Ooh, baby, whatever." Like. <laughs> Show me the good shit. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, the U.S. Army backs this chick. (laughs) Let's check her out. She started making $10,000 a month. Wow. Good for her. All because, and then at some point, this dude got fired because it was released that, you know, he's the idiot that was jerking off in the middle of the night on some hillside somewhere. Yeah, that makes sense. But but he was on the, the U.S. Army's twitter account and post to her oh so anyways gosh. she's making a killing and i'm like okay her. ten thousand dollars a month she's now basically sh- making one hundred twenty thousand dollars a year good math showing her her hoo-ha nice uh doing whatever she's got to do that was good math. and i'll tell you what there's a few things i'd be willing to show you for an extra hundred twenty thousand dollars a year yeah. no her. and that's that's not even that's not even the whole of it like there's girls the that whole are- the whole of it <laughs> Which one? I'll wait five days to come one? out with a new OnlyFans. I'm just saying. <laughs> ten, ten grand a month is rookie apparent compared to what it does now. Oh, some really? Some of these girls were, they're, they're making. Well, there, yeah, there are some of these. Ten uh, grand a day. Yeah, quasi, a day? Hell yeah. Quasi. So I could be a millionaire for showing you my no, cooter? No, 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 because. My cooter board? You're not pretty only, enough. OnlyFans take a cut. If I remember episode four, it talks about the cut ratios That's right. of OnlyFans. That's right. You're right. They make a huge. There's well, going to be another OnlyFans. It's going to be a different. How many cheese name. boards do I have to show you? Your guy. How many you're cooter ugly. boards? You, doesn't work. You go for it, man. You, you want to start showing cooter boards? You start doing it. You, you make some money. I promise you. But you're going to you make. Go. You're going to have to give a portion to whatever web domain is doing it because it's true. not OnlyFans anymore. And there's some it's gender, not GoDaddy. There's some gender inequality. You're not attractive. Only only Americans or whatever. Well, I'm going to cut my face out of it, obviously, because <laughs> yeah, that's going to cut into profits for sure. For sure. For sure. <laughs> I have the perfect face for radio. Hence the reason I'm on a podcast. Just keep perfect face. Just keep it waist down. Well, now this yeah. Speculation is that the reason why they're making this move is because they want to sell the app and that 
the bankers and the investors are concerned about the explicit nature of OnlyFans. That's why they say they're doing it. That's what the conspiracy theorists it's a, say. It's, it's a leg of cancel culture. Exactly. It's a leg of cancel culture. Obviously, there are more people getting subscribed, and they're using it for more mainstream type of things. Now, that being said, there are D-list celebrities that people have been like trying to Google image their nudity. There isn't any, so they go on OnlyFans. And, for example, there was a gal who is on Dr. Phil, who is one of these rebellious children, who has gone on... She's the Cash Me Outside girl. Oh, <laughs> yes. Okay, so she went on OnlyFans. Is she on OnlyFans? She is. Oh, yeah. In the first six hours, she netted $1 million. Oh, Just that, going on that. that. Now, she goes by the uh, alias of Bad Baby, B H A D. B-H-A-B-B-I-E. Bad baby. Yeah, she went through She's a grade. rapper. Can't spell. She's now worth, I think, something like six to ten million dollars because she raps as well. Her rap but she has terrible. OnlyFans and she has made bank. Not to be confused with uh Bella Thorne, who was the previous uh record keeper on OnlyFans. I wasn't, think she made her first million in the first she's day. A, wasn't Bella Thorne a Disney? She is. She's a, she's yeah. a Disney defector. Wait, Bella Thorne was yeah. on OnlyFans. She is on OnlyFans. Oh, yeah. Yes. Like on a did she show her I think so. Yeah, well, she yeah. shows she shows good. If you're on OnlyFans, you're throwing you're throwing some explicit content yes. out there. Really? But you oh, should yeah. also know this about Bella Thorne. She has gone on the independent director uh, uh, channel and now she she directs highly explicit films so oh. that's her that's her realm now is and that, I think maybe some of that creative nature came out of her so she's a fans experience porn director. Yeah, I, yeah I guess maybe porn maybe not, like softcore I don't know they're trying to come up with a new name porn so I'm a huge right? I'm a huge um, porn guy, I, porn guy. I, I've never <laughs> left porn guy. No. He's a huge porn guy. No, he's yeah. a huge consumer oh, of man, free if porn. If you guys only knew <laughs> what I did in that bathroom earlier before we took that break. On the uh, next episode of Hoisting Heavies, uh, yes. we dive in to Bones's Google history. Heavy. It is a heavy. <laughs> That's uh, dangerous. Now, so I'm like a 90s grunge. I've never given up on 90s grunge. Uh, and anybody that really knows me knows that Bush is like one of my oh, all-time favorite bands. Yes, Bush right? is great. Gavin Rosdale... Who I've met personally, nice. actually turned out to be a really cool guy. Uh, but long story short, it was a horrible night, and for my marriage, um, we'll get <laughs> into that at another marriage. time. Bose made all the right choices for himself, yes. not for his marriage. Uh, I'll just put it wait, that way. But this is when I think I heard about this on U School. You left your wife to go backstage, right? Yes, I did. Okay, all right. Yeah, just, at, just the Warfield, uh, <laughs> at the Warfield. But I got to meet, and I, I still come down to the fact that if it was Beyonce, she would have done the same thing to me. Oh, and I is. would not have complained. Hey, one life, like no regrets, did. right? That's the but anyways, same. yeah, you gotta do it. One life, no regrets. Anyway, before we get completely off one, this, should one I say life, this? no regrets, but a lot of money Don't spent on marital counseling. Anyways, uh, yeah. so but today uh, it was Gavin Rossdale, and he had a special guest on that went live. Bell Thorne. I was like, oh, Bell Thorne, like isn't she dating like some rock star or something like that? And I didn't click it, uh, but now I'm wondering I, if it has something to do with the. Uh, some explicit materials. material. Yeah. I'm not going to be able to like him as much as I do. Just because Ed's not here, I'm going to save that Ric Flair muff eating shot as his desktop background. <laughs> so that he, so that's, that's there idea. for the next time that he opens his laptop. So Ed, this one's for you, Bubba. I love it. I appreciate that. I'm sure. Dude, you guys got to get going. I, I, I want to yeah, do one we, more segment. We'll say, or we'll part, part ways with you guys right now so that you guys can make it to your next podcast because you guys are like apparently celebrities. You're, 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 late, <laughs> you're huge. Yeah. 
Uh, Not so much me, but Hank, Hank's a, it's a winning. Hank is the Hank, man, you're a hot dude. commodity. Hot he is commodity. a hot commodity, dude. And I just can't tell you how I'm Packing heat, much. baby. We're coming I'm back for one time I'm and one time beer only. Heat. That's what happens on these podcasts. You bring a bunch of beers, people want you to come in and That's shoot it. those suckers. Well, you I, could, I relate you, you to a chemist. Almost, Ooh, honestly, nice. a chemist. Almost a chemist. Yeah, you, you got to try the beer when these guys crack the old uh, beer I sent them. We'll see if yep. it turns out yeah. decently enough. I think so. You, Will you, you, you pick some good ones that you've chose right? They're Will great. you come back on when Ed is back? Yes, please. I, I definitely plan it. I'll be back in September. I'll be okay. back up this area for sure. Okay, if not sooner. And, and if you guys get me business through uh, anybody, do you want to pitch looking? your pitch your business, man? We want to yeah, hear more. This. Sure, sure, yeah, yeah. So I, I started last year during COVID when everybody thought it was it was a horrible time to uh, do anything on the job market. I decided it, I should I should leave my decade long work at the bank, which I was working for trust fund babies, making money for them over money on top of money, the real estate only real estate. And so I had a real estate license, and I said I didn't gotta go on my own and and do this thing. And so since uh, since last September, so it's been a year now. I've been I've been managing real estate and investing people's money in real estate um, very effectively. I, I would I would be comfortable saying I could we, in an investment side situation we could do five to eight percent. But you know, call me. I think they've dropped my number before. My number is eight zero five four five one five seven three four. Um, Heritage Realty Partners. We do all kinds of management, investment, looking for long-term management of wealth through generational management um, of real estate. Only real estate assets, anything from agricultural to commercial, industrial, residential. Um, I am a, a big advocate of single-family residents right now. I think everybody wants to own them. I think appreciation-wise, that's the way to go. Uh, and there's plenty of people who want to rent. So. Um, that's my little tidbit of free advice going out. Let me break but, this um, down. So, Hank, you spent a lot of money for really, really ridiculously rich people, and you made them a lot of money, correct? Yeah, I made none. So I, I was working. <laughs> well, for, you you for a made salary. none, but you made a lot of really rich people richer, really richer. Yeah, when you, and now you're saying you're willing to help us become like the really really rich people correct? yeah and and to to completely thank you for the lead in on that i, I mean as far as I so goes, let's drop that phone number once again because I, you know i don't I, think people would fully grasp the fact that it's like hank you spent the money for the richest people in america and made them richer they gave you their money and said, make me rich and you said i can do that and now you're like but wait a minute i can do this on my own so I'd like to yeah, dial it back to Hank my friends. Hank grew up in our town sure. and says, you know what? I'm going to make everybody else I know rich too. So if you want to be rich like the richest people in America, you call, call Hank, Hank at this phone number Dude, because you're an idiot if you're not. Yeah, nice. and I would love to give some money back Just throwing to you it out because there. Because I, I even offered this to Josh and Ed and saying, like, look, come up with some people because I know a lot of you want to buy homes. You're in this age where you're, you're getting into Ed, parenting. You want to buy a home. You're renting a home. Um, and you want to look at buying a home, more than likely your wife is spending a bunch of time on Redfin, Zillow, and looking at homes. And yeah, you already have a home. You already have a home picked out, and, and you're just picking a realtor on the website. If you give me a call, I would love to give you a rebate and give you money back out of my commission in the close of escrow to help you do the remodel of the kitchen that you want to do, um, do the painting of the whole house, these kinds of things. I, it's all completely legal to work out through escrow as far as i can say hey i i'm making three percent i'll give you one percent let's close this deal and let's give you one percent out when we close you're going to get a check for x amount and you can go paint the 
all the house, all the different colors you want, all of the farm sink, all of these things. Nice. Let's work it out. I mean, there's hammered copper farm sink. That's the most cool. honest so realtor statement exactly. I've ever heard in my life. That yeah. is. Thank you. And there's asterisks. I mean, obviously your lender's going to have to be on board with some of this stuff, but I am going to come at it at an angle where. But why you guys, pay this guy you guys thirty thousand dollars when I can pay? I mean, you have to get a realtor at some point, right? Exactly. Somebody has exactly. to do the paperwork for you. Write so why contract. am I going to give away an extra ten to $15,000 that I don't need to? And Hank's saying, guys, I live here. I understand the complications of what we got to do, but I'm going to do this for you. And now take that extra money and do that one fix up, remodel that one bathroom you didn't really like. Bones the wingman. Full remodel, boom, done, taken care of. Your wife is happy. I just redid my kitchen for, I just dropped, uh, what, six grand into my kitchen. I got a brand new kitchen all fixed up. Beautiful. If I had twice the money, I could have done that and my guest bathroom. Exactly. Done. And, and you're, dealing with the, you're dealing with a broker you don't Just call know. Hank. So just call me. Don't be I, an idiot. We'll Hank. work that into it. And five. If it comes out of hoisting heavies, you know we're giving them <laughs> a road. <laughs> we're giving them a roadcaster. So it, it, any any uh, deal that comes in from anybody who's dude, who's calling out happen. says, Hank, hey, Hank, I heard about you on the on the heavy hoisting heavies hoisting podcast. Heavies. I want to use you. This is epic. You know these guys are going to get something back in return. Nice. As far as you guys have been putting time into them, I want to give some back to them. Um, and there's you know there's affordabilities within all of the regulations and compliance that I can do that. And I'm going to do that to the fullest because honestly, this isn't what a dude. It isn't business I would get otherwise. And I would love to come up here Networking. and just hang out at home. I mean, I call it home ripping Oakdale, yeah. Yeah. the greater, uh, you know, area. Central yeah, Valley, County. Man. God's country. It's yeah, God's County. country. I call Ammon country. It's, it's it what is. I call Ammon country. Cause I, Ammon, I don't, I don't want to say, Ammon. I don't want to say this say town, Allman, that town. I'm an almond guy. You get to game of Thrones on where you, which, which district you're living in, but I, I'm up for all of it. You know, let's, let's talk about it and give me a call. 805-451-5734. And we go. will, uh, make, we'll make pay, magic we'll, happen. We'll pay it forward, man. We'll Absolutely. I'm that's not here. Awesome. I'm not here to do anything but help you out. You're so if, man. If, if you're not looking for that, then that's fine. Go with a dual broker who's not going to help you. I'll come up here, meet you. I'll probably try to get you on the Hoist and Heavies podcast. Hmm. Um, Everybody needs a little bit more hanky panky in their life, dude. Everyone <laughs> call out Dr. Hank. Amen, Amen to that. Cast. Yeah. Especially for us married folks. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> And I swear they called me Dr. Love. That's a story for the podcast. All right. right there. We will have to do that with Ed. That already is a podcast, but yeah. All right. I hear before, you. You, before you guys get running off to your next podcast. Uh, podcast, do you guys have anything else? Any final words you guys would like to impart upon our hoist and heavy hoisters out there? What was your uh, favorite beer of the ones you tasted? You had all oh, four. So I you did. Had one of each beer, and then you had the then you had the, the trace whatever. The trace cerveza. You first, Josh. Yeah. yeah okay. So I mean, right. it, which is a different. That's not a heavy. That's not. I, I for me, heavy is six plus. I got tainted by these guys on this podcast. I know. I know um, it happens. That's that's part of the reason why we did this. And I will tell you the one right out right out of the gate. This one that came in this beautiful. Yeah growler with the pewter handle the the drunken lamppost is that what you called it that's that's, yeah. that's the one it is yeah for um sure. and that was called the uh what was that one called again? it was called citra of hops citra of oh. citadel 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 of hops i gotta say that one's 9.5 right percent that one right out the gate we started with a, a true heavy that that probably that was right there hard. 
Although <laughs> that's the heaviest of all of them. That's, this Island Brewing Company, uh, King Tide, was probably a close second. I mean, all three of these. You guys down in Carpinteria are doing it the right way. This is the kind of beer that I like to drink, especially in a situation like this where I got you know three other buddies sitting around a table. We're having a good time. We're drinking. We're talking out of our ass. Most of it's unfactual and not true. And I got to say, those two were, were phenomenal. I, I didn't have a bad experience with any of the beers. So my hat's off to all you guys down at Carpinteria. I want to take you up on your, um, on your offer of doing a, a road trip down with Ed, meet these guys at these three breweries. We've got the capabilities. We've done it before to do a, a, a road podcast. If we can set that up in the slow t- part of this season after harvest is over, I want to come down, get together with Hank, Ed and I will come, we'll sit down, and we'll go, we'll go, we'll go brewery hopping. I'm going to share this, this podcast with all of them, and I'm hoping to set that up for you. So Sweet. put that in your plans. Yep. I want you to trace more beers than the ones I brought, because I only brought the heaviest of the heaviest. I love and it. And I know these guys are going to be like, well, but you got these other ones that are really good. Yeah. And good for them for having seven to eight beers to, to 12 beers on tap. Like I, you guys got to come down and, and just enjoy them all. I love it. In a way where, you know, when you have that weekend, cause it's going to take some time to be disseminating 18. 16 beers a place times yeah. three. That's it's going to take a little while. Yeah. It's no, not going to be a sober stay. I want you that. to enjoy it. So Absolutely. once you're, once you're there, dude, we're primed, we're pumped, we're ready to go. Absolutely. dude. I, I'm we may have to paddle out to rink on. I love it. And so I apologize. Point. I have two more promises to fill. One is the, uh, coming up with a keg full of my own beer, yep. which I have a couple, I have a couple crawlers that I gave you guys, but I, I still plan to come up with a full keg of beer to you. And I also plan to come up with a uh, road trip of Alvarado beers. Ooh. I, didn't, I didn't have time to come <sighs> through. This Salinas, man is a saint. But it, it, there's a, I'm going to fulfill all those promises I made over the over the time. He's just a good guy. That That's I, what you do. One of these, I mean, you could create a whole episode off our text chain of you exactly. And Ed, um, <laughs> we go deep in the paint. <laughs> there, that would be uh, its own episode in and of itself. But I, I do want to fulfill all those promises. Well, so I'm, I'm coming up done, next couple times. You've done those. more than any other listener, and that's why we love you, man. Thank you so much. I really, yeah, this has been a dream come true. Clayton, you got anything else you want to add before you uh, stumble out of here? Or? Uh, I just want to say uh, to all the listeners out there, thanks for turning us on. Uh, we hope we return the favor. Nice. Hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your well, seat? What's your seat? Give me the seat one. What's Ooh. my seat? Oh, uh, I don't, I'm not going to sell you the whole seat because you'll only need the edge. Oh, <laughs> I love it. It's yep. a Bones original one. I love that one. That's a good so one. Good. That is really good. All right, Greg and I are going to continue on our last segment here. We're going to let these guys go. I'm going to grab a picture real quick so that you guys can uh, check it out on Instagram. We're going to get these ho- these uh, heavies up there for you hoisters so that you can check it out. If you're down in the Santa Barbara area, you got to go check these places out. Oh, and what do we'll you guys think up. about the stickers? Dude, the stickers are dynamite, man. Love yeah. the stickers. Yep, yep. So there, there were some new stickers that... Uh, so this is the first, him. the first release yes. of the U School podcast stickers. Exactly uh, of a new one actually came to Hoist and Heavy's first. Some true before winners. it made it actually to, to the, the, podcast. the podcast. So so, so their 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 um, mascot is uh, well, we I, love I, I the Squatch. Harry Henderson, you know, is what comes to my mind. But it's it's like the Squatch man. It's and, and I I refer to it as Sam Squanch just purely because I'm a Trailer Park Boys fan. There you go. But uh, yeah, so they've good. got the they've got the uh, the Sasquatch carrying the American flag. 
with the rock and roll uh, fingers up in the air. Dude, it's dynamite. He's got his ear cans on. He's 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 grooving. And then the uh, their new logo, uh, also with uh, Harry Henderson grabbing the mic. It's you, you guys are killing. So me, if, man. if you, you guys, guys are, are ever cruising around Oakdale and you see a golf cart that looks extremely similar like the general lee uh honk your horn pull over hit me up yeah uh, nice. i'll give you a little dixie horn what once i get the grounding wire fixed i love it because uh, i i wired in the dixie horn but i didn't ground it correctly yeah. uh, but once that gets fixed Minor but details. hit me up i got the stickers on me uh if you guys see me and you want a sticker uh i got them for you so i love it or well, forever I last call and you see me, uh, cousin at cousin Clay on Instagram. Nice. Uh, and I post something at last call. I'll have the stickers on me. Sweet. I'm hoping to do a little squatch hunt with you guys that in September. We did fun. talk about I wanna, that. As I want to. Well. I want to. I want to fish that out We're there. We're gonna because go squatching. I'm, I'm hoping the next time I come up, it's not a podcast. It's a squatch Dude. hunt. And we got to get the podcast up to the up to the Wait middle of nowhere. So that'll be later. Right. If you. So this is like a. You know how Grey's Anatomy and whatever that other show is, and they always do like the collabs. Ooh, yeah. This is like a collab. Like this is yeah. the precursor to the other U School podcast. Yeah, where we're gonna, gonna go into that squatch later. Hunt. We're gonna squatch hunt with U School. We're, we're gonna happen. It's we're gonna going happen. squatching. If we do that, let me be, bring my boy Robert McLaughlin on because yes. he's favorite he, uh, episode. Oh yes, oh, so he, good. He's he's he, not only is he a believer, but okay, he's a favorite. full witness. So we got to get him up there, 100%. maybe take us through the uh, the the whole rendition. And then I know you guys have done some squash stuff too. So we got to make this happen. I, I'm dying to get on. We with, got a special with, guest coming up. Who's, yeah, he's he's my favorite episode minus. You know, episode Denka, I should say Denkaso 007, License to Paul. That was the far most, oh, the yes. best episode. He is the man, dude. The second one is the Rob McLaughlin. Yes, nice. Oh, so good. And I, have, I, I, I haven't heard the, uh, the Safari. Oh, yeah. No, it hasn't I'm, come out yet. I'm so pretty excited it's, to it's hear that one. come out. I was I editing to it that. today. Yeah, uh, it's going to be good. Trust me. But that's an avid listener just, just chiming in. And we oh, talked to Jake yeah. earlier. Jake. We know you You think your podcast was the most boringest one ever, but good job, Jake. Yeah, you Jake, did a great you job. You did a great job, man. Yeah. Think better of yourself. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a little bummed at me. Nobody hey. likes the sound of their voice on the radio, <laughs> so it's okay. And Hank, no, I'm going to say that this podcast today is going to get some rankings too. Yeah, so, absolutely. So a good one, right? No here. doubt. The only Let out. Oh, I'm sorry. bummed I didn't meet Hank from Food Fix because yeah. he was yesterday. I, yeah. I was looking at the food truck thing, and Lamama was awesome. I had their their meal of the day. And it was it, oh the it, Philly cheesesteak dude crushed me dude phenomenal I was, I was so, so happy I would be in a bad spot yep. right now but um <laughs> so yeah, I wish Bamba. I would have met the other Hank because there's only two Hanks I know there are only two Hanks in my phone Hank the Tank so, well let Alan know yeah, I'm dying awesome. to get on to that U school thing to to preach knowledge I would love to get on with you guys at some point in time so that we can vet this out a little bit further yeah you need to come to Hank's Look Around Cafe ooh we've been to the Shabin Bassett That's but we right. have not hosted you that Hank's Look Around Cafe maybe at some point in time we can make Please. that happen so Let's keep me it. posted all right well hey these boys are going to make a departure greg and i'll continue for a little while longer and in that uh we're signing off for a couple of minutes love you guys love you guys man thank you so much for coming it's been rad hoisting heavies hoisting out. heavies Ooh. out <laughs> oh, so oh, good. thank you guys well done well done what fun we have in this time capsule. Too far. Bring it in, man. Top notch.
top notch yeah, work. Thank you. Dude, that, that was good really, radio. Good that stuff. was some good radio. My, my. Come here, Larry. Oh, you fucking tall motherfucker. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, we have like twin towers, towers over here. Right I know. Gosh, they're bringing around because they're only taller than me. That's it. Thank you, folks. I need you guys to finish this uh, Citadel of Pops. So I can oh, take that yeah, crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got yeah. about 30 minutes left, man. I think we'll do it. Yep. Yep. Pour it yep. in. You guys have a whole oh, other podcast to start. We're going crazy. Dude. That's wild. How are you guys going to stand it? That's why you were like, drink, drink more, drink more. I was like, I got to drive the fucking rip it and drive back. Like, Is it just you, you guys, and, you guys now? Who else? Uh, I think he had somebody else lined in. But he didn't tell us who. He told me Franco. That is the, oh, Frank, the best of the Oh, Cowboy Chris, the, 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 the crowd. That's it. Who I haven't seen in a while. But I know, right? Yeah, Mikey, I empty? It's, Mikey. it's empty. For we did it. Did it so hopefully next time I'll bring another one that's not this guy. You've done it. Oh, you brought the magic. Man. It's pretty awesome. You got, oh, let me get that. Dude, so much fun. Today, Triple H. Guys. So yeah. much fun. That was a blast. Dude, so good. We got, yeah. we got a bit more political than we usually do, but it was well, great. Yep. That's the You have a beer full of absolute. I know. Look at this fridge. It, there's like, a lot of heavies in here. We got them pouring out of our ears, man. It's like. We got some deepas. Hey, maybe oh drink God. some of this on U School tonight. I don't know. I'll bring Oh, it. I've been. I'll so this it. is the go to when I'm out. I'm bringing all these same beers to U School, but I'll bring it. I have yeah. Crotty and Garage. Oh, yeah. Because oh, I yeah. could not, not have that. Exactly. One of those, like, well, that's my, my dude, that's so my go-to. That would be the only one that's more than. I'm, I'm just trying to figure it out because yep. you're supposedly yeah. fishing mask. It's tomorrow. so good. Are we fishing? So good. So yeah, if you guys pop a top on there. I don't know. You may dude, enjoy. You know, it. I have eight of them now. Okay. Real. Sure. All right. Guys, we'll say it's it going to be tomorrow while I'm driving. No, it's not. I'll let you know when I do that. Exactly. Oh, so good to see you, man. You too. You too. I'm glad we got to do this. You guys drive safe and we'll catch up soon, huh? Watch your step. Don't break your leg again. (laughs) All right, guys. Have a good night. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. Because I'm going to go to Tahoe tomorrow morning and I'm going to catch you guys on the backside of 395. Why not? No one has a lot of service, so I'm trying to figure out kind of where. Always like, oh, Gavin's the uh, he's the fishing guy. Uh, yeah, I know Gavin know where to go. There's, I think there's service over there. I think I'll call you guys around. Like, I mean, I I won't be there till like four, three or four p.m. You guys might be gone by then. It's it's either your it's either Colby's truck or Owie's truck. Is what I hear. So. All right. Conversation over. Did you fart? I just farted. Can you smell it? 
No, but I'm I'm getting hammered. Good. That's what well, that's that's the goal, right? You I live mean, here though, dude. It's easy. That's so, true. Like, that was fun. That was cool. I like those That was those cool. Guys. It was a different. Uh, it was a different, full vibe than what you most know, of you these know, are. I, I know you were trying to divert the political side, but I think the political side is going to get you some, some traction. I. You know what? I've been trying to edge away from a lot of that, and even in this fucking long but it, one. But, but it was very clear. It was. Yeah, yeah, it was clear, and it was. For the most part, factual, not just opinion. So, hard you know, to argue. It's hard to argue, you know, one way or another. You know, there are people that want us to get more political. It's something that I shy away I, I from. I mean, I think, I think you could argue Hank was kind of left. Mm, yeah, probably. But, but he still knew. He's like, right. yeah, it's bullshit. Well, definitely doesn't understand agriculture. I mean, you, if, based off the things he was saying in the water discussion, it was well, like pretty well, clear. Well, my wife this, my wife that. He's been yeah. removed for a while. Right, exactly. Which but, is fine. Which is fine. You have, to, you have to take every person's... Yeah, I like the, the variety. The, yeah, you the have to understand everyone diversity. else's life, lifestyle. Exactly. Where they come from, what they're about. I mean, he even mentioned it. You know, every almond produces one or needs one gallon of water. It's like it's such a shit argument. Which I've never heard that before. You know, like so you heard that from somewhere. You never heard that before on the L.A. Times article that I they mean, came I, out I, that. I know that's propaganda. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, every, but that see that tells you where people get their information from. What? Well, we dude. I've talked about it in the last three weeks, and I'm I'm a very I'm, I identify as libertarian. Right. I do. That's my I'm very conservative, stance. but because of the way both parties are, I'm like, there needs to be at least a third party. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, uh, oh, you know, they say this or they say that. I can't, tr- I can't trust a single goddamn news source. No. I told Colby today, I was like, I have Associated Press News on my phone and I have Fox News. Mm-hmm. I read both of them. I trust neither of them. Exactly. And no, the, literally Joe Rogan, and this is, I, I hope I said it today. So Joe Rogan said the best news that we have is podcasts. Yeah, it's true. It is the most real, the most fully vetted. Vetted, yeah. the most local. Exactly. I don't trust anything other than that. Exactly. I really don't. And how sad is that? I had a wedding. I had a wedding in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho with a buddy of mine that I grew up. In college with for three, four years. He was a Bernie Sanders fucking guy, but he was also an entrepreneur. He started his own business. Jimmy, how'd that go? Oh, yeah, you know, fucking business, blah, blah, blah. So, oh, okay, a little Republican now. Jimmy, two years later, what happened? Oh, I had to close the business because of COVID. Okay, all right, cool. Yeah. How do you feel how all this shit's going? I fucking hate it. It's stupid. It's the dumbest fucking shit ever. Yeah. Okay, Bernie Sanders and all this fucking Democrat. Yeah, yeah, now fuck those guys. Fully changed his okay. entire perception. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. And and he came to me and he said, I agree with you. You're right. You you were right during college. But where do you get your news from? And I said, I looked at him, I said, I don't fucking know. Yeah. I don't know where to get my news I don't from know. anymore. Exactly. I don't go to Fox News. I don't trust them. Yeah. I don't go to AP. I don't trust them. Yep. Even fucking the the, I, the reason I yell Joe Rogan at the top of my lungs because I trust fucking Joe Rogan. I know how crazy is that? For and, and he said it the leftist. other day on the Evan Hef, the Evan Hafer thing. He's like, people trust podcasts. It's no longer 
that is hopefully the transition from mainstream media. Yes. Hopefully. Exactly. I trust Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan is... He has his beliefs. That's fine. But he is undiscriminatory. He fucking... He talks to everybody. Left, right, central, whatever. He talks to anybody and everybody and and can sympathize with every side. If I had to pick between two parts of it, yes, I'm a Republican. But Fox News, you are manipulative as fuck. AP, MSNBC, CNN, you guys are fucking worse. Yeah. This is exactly why I wear that shirt that Kendall made for her Farm Proud clothing line that says defund the media because until the Dude, media... the media is the worst. Because they're making money. Until they, until they work non-profit, until they don't make money, until it's not a business and they it's just news... They won't report They truth. won't report anything without a fucking It's drama. Angle. They it's drama. drama. Exactly. It's That's all it is. It's monetary. Oh, I agree. That's what it I agree. There used to be a time... When- the sad part is, used to be a time in our society where truth trumped money. Right. But now it's like, no, we gotta be. And there was a video the other day I saw. I was like, it's no longer truth. It's about who's first. Yeah, who's first. Right. Whether it's fucking fake or Click real, it's who's first. Deal, right. Who's first? I got it first. Exactly. Not fucking true. What well, does matter? Whatever my spin on it. Whatever spin I want, I can How? put it on it. And that is. Everyone can look at that as this very base root. But that is deterioration of society. For sure. Oh, we appreciate who got there first. It doesn't matter if it's real. Exactly. It doesn't fucking matter anymore. No, They're not can, fucking we, telling the we truth. Can, we can get in that. Yeah. You ready to go? You want to do this? What do you want? What do you think? I think Take maybe... 30? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Exactly. 30 more minutes. We'll talk about the uh, the trip and then this Disneyland thing. Or we can talk about Disneyland first and then the trip. I'll let you then, lead. Okay. Let's do it. Let's do it. Do it, do it, do it. All right. What do you got? I, I have like a yeah. little bit of beer. I've got a... I've just, get one I've just got a... How yeah. are those? Uh, they're empty, I think. Oh, this... Uh, Bones was weak. Oh, Bones didn't... I got didn't it. get his shit yep. going, huh? Yeah. Uh, I was going to open this for us at, next. This is the Juice Box Hero IPA from Central Coast Brewery Dude, bone, out of Bones, Slow. Bones was slacking. I had I poured yeah. half beers and he <laughs> wouldn't do it. <laughs> he had five or six before us, so I, I, I gave him true. that. But. You got to give him that. All right, I'm going to bring it down and bring it up. We're back for the final segment here. A couple of last things that we want to talk about real quickly. And I got to say, I know that we took a turn on this one. I know that we went a little heavy in the in the paint, hard in the paint. But because we're in Hoist and Heavies, we're going to say heavy in the paint. And I am just, again, so thankful that Hank made it up here again. Because this guy has just been as loyal as they get. And that's the thing that when Ned and I started this thing, Gregory, we talked about, you know, if for nothing else... We want to do this because we're having fun, because it's enjoyable, because it's something to do, not only to kill time, but it's a fun hobby. We have an opportunity to have a platform that is inclusive of everybody. We did get a little bit political. We did talk about things that are kind of real, that are facing us. We'd be, it would be uh, 
disadvantageous to not talk about some of those things, you know, just because these are things that we're all dealing with and everyone's thinking about it. Sometimes you chime into the hoisters because you want to hear slapdick comedy or you want to hear about the beers. And then sometimes, you know, it's good to mix it up a little bit and go in a little bit different direction. So we did that. But again, to Hank and Bones, thanks for coming in to do this with us. It was awesome. We've been pretty well harnessed this entire time, right? Like, Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So, I mean, to add on to what you had preluded to is, uh, you know, we've been advantageous to the point where our community has been able to have these communities of conversations kind of surrounded around microbreweries. So, like, this this podcast is is a microcosm of that. That's true. Which is great. Very true. I mean... That's what our our community and our society needs is open conversation. And you guys, I've, I've been there since day one. You, you guys decided to, to make this podcast, and I and I, I'm glad to be a co-host here today. And like, uh, I think it's very important the conversations, the candid conversations that you guys have with Bones yep. and Mr. Hank Postma and, yep. and all your guests is is very enthralling. In, in to the world that we live in because open open speech open thought is great yeah and the way that have it right regardless of how how uh conscious or con- uh, consensus it may be it's still important to have yeah in like uh in a controlled environment it's important to just have the conversation in general agreed where and people it, are open-minded and not cutting other people off or disagreeing to the point where there's confliction or any of that like you got to yeah. be able to you got to be able to talk about things that are you know heavy at times and and it's important to hear other people's point of views. I don't want to. I don't want to shut myself off. I don't want to like sell myself to any one yeah. point of view. I want to be open minded to the point where I want to listen. Let's not drudge up a bunch of, you know, you know. He said, she said. Let's listen and let's make it make our own decisions. That's what's important. So I don't I know. That's kind of where I stand. I don't I know. know. I agree. It's yeah. a. It's a. Obviously, it's a, a communal standard. Yeah. But like you know, we we. We all get to be lucky enough to live in the United States of America, and I hope we all can can uh, conglomerate in that nation. Yeah. And uh, yep. if we all have problems, that we're lucky enough to live in this nation that we can can make it make it work exactly. Make it work, make it make work it and make it, better, make it better. Right. Let's not go backwards. Let's not reverberate to times where people are getting so, canceled and closed off. Let's be inclusive so i think i think there's the power to the podcast nation yes because there's a lot of us yes a lot of us a lot of us and there's a power to to the people of uh uh, talking yeah i do i really do for sure so uh, you know the small guys like me and you me and you there josh yep Yep. hey it's important it's important cheers cheers which by the way i'm gonna just uh do a quick little uh, heavy alert, heavy alert. That, that's pretty good, dude. Bad, With bad. a little bit of practice, you yeah. could be there. You will be there before you know it. Now, mm-hmm. I picked this one up over at Creekside today. I saw Gil. I uh, went over directly to the heavy fridge. I went and picked up something. This is Juice Box Hero IPA from Central Coast Brewing out of Slow. You and I know Slow very well. We spent a lot of time there. Cal Poly. Exactly. Now, I'm going to hate on this briefly okay. without tasting it. Okay. I love the can art, but I'm also very biased, and I'm kind of a little bit pissed off because they stole, they stole a very integral part 
of the Hoist and Heavy Haze can art from Last Call Brewing, Hoist and Heavy Collaborative. They stole the pinks. They stole the triangular look. They stole the grid work. They stole the, the, the horizon on this. And I was intrigued. I'm like, dude, you better put out a good beer if you're going to be taking our can art and putting it on your beer, regardless of whether or not you even drank a Hoist and Heavy Haze. The fact that it looks so similar, and I like what they did with the straw and the sun, but we have a spherical sun or moon in ours with the haze in the background. I mean, Absolutely. dude, it, this is like kind of a ripoff, man. Like, okay. we were there uh, first. Po- Post-tasting, so, post how we feel. Okay, po- uh, okay. Let's, let's, let's pour a little out, and then we'll make, a, we'll, make a, we'll make it a true assessment. Now, this isn't a, this isn't a hazy. This is not like the Hoist and Heavy Haze, rather. Okay. But this is a, um, it, it's their IPA. Uh, again, let me see if I can't find any more notes on it. Uh, 7% alcohol by volume. So they're almost two ABV off from where we are with the Triple H. I just was, and now there's a lot more oranges and yellows in here. Fine, fair enough. I'll give you that. And again, my heart goes out to you guys because I've had beers from you guys dating back to 16 years ago when I started <laughs> drinking beer down slow. But come on guys like uh i i know you probably don't know i'm gonna throw this out there i'm gonna give you some props my intrigue got the plagiarism yeah plagiarism it's like a biden at its finest you know i think wasn't that why he got in trouble back in the day because he plagiarized a bunch all right so i'm gonna give a little sip (laughs) i will say the color it is hazy even though it's not a hazy it's got haze on it so let me give it a little sipper it's good Damn it. I didn't want to like it. Oh, shit. It's good. I I don't dislike it. It's it's yummy. It is juicy. It's got some uh it, it does have like a little bit of tropical undertones to it. It's got a nice finish. It's got a lot of head on it, which I'm also like kind of impressed with. Um you like all aspects of it. I, I do. Oh, shit. Son of a bitch, dude. No. I did not want to like this, and I wanted to hate on you guys a little bit more, but now I'm going to bring this full circle. May that, give you may guys that props. be a prop to your uh, your beer connoisseur. I, thank you, Gregory. I try to keep you're an open mind. I try, to be, I try to be subjective, not fully yeah. biased on this. Yeah. I, you know, without Ed being here, um, you know, it would be interesting to see what he thought of this, but I will tell you... You know, just from all the other things, what's in the can is better than what's on the outside of the can. Let's put it that way. Is that a good assessment? Yeah, don't read your book by its label. Exactly. By its cover. By its cover, either one. We've been drinking heavies. Give us a little bit of credit here. Yeah, we're three hours in. Yeah. So our recorded time as of right now is only two and a half, which I'm kind of impressed with. I thought it was a lot longer than that, but we're we're, we're, we're doing. We had some breaks. We did. We had some breaks. Okay. You and your family went on a trip not too long ago. We did. You just got back from this trip. Now, this was a 10-day excursion road trip with two young kids. You got a three-year-old and a one-year-old, correct? Yeah. Is close, that right? Close enough, yeah. Okay. I'm, right. I'm not going to go into weeks because that, that thing's yeah. bullshit. Yeah, it's yeah, bullshit, right. Yeah, yeah, don't go into weeks. It was, it was yeah, it was, uh, it was a trip, road trip, a la, you know, Christmas vacation, vacation. You know. Yes. It was all good. Yeah. You guys decided that on this trip, you guys went with your in-laws, like you mentioned earlier. Uh, you had a wedding up in Coeur d'Alene. So this yeah. was all This all kind of was the precept to that wedding and then making the full uh, main, main, circle. Main goal back. was to get to the wedding. Exactly. The, the in-between and the after was at our, uh, at our leisure. Yes, nice. It was great. 
so you decided on this trip that you were going to do a hybrid. You were going to stay in some hotels, but you were also tent camping. That was that was that was the secondary notion. The first, the primary notion was like, hey, we should we go uh, go on RV Trader, or Outdoorsman, and all that stuff, and and, and rent some kind of recreational vehicle, whether it be Class C, Class A, Class B. Just, you know, everyone owns some kind of RV. Right. And you can rent it fairly uh, affordably. Right. Through these these secondary sources. Uh, we decided to go quite Griswold. I yeah, guess. you did. You went well, we, Griswold. We did, yeah. We took the Ford Explorer and we threw a fucking... Excuse me. You're good, dude. You're fine. A, a roof rack on top and a, a and a hitch in the back and carried our ice chest and we we went twelve nights. That's a long trip. With with a two year old and a and a ten month old, yeah, it was long. Oh my goodness. But but the boys did great. We had camping trips along the way and we had hotels for showers along mm-hmm. the way, interspersed in between the the nightly uh, addendum. Yes. And it was great. It was you, great. It was, so, honestly, it was, it was fantastic. We, and I, I do not regret it at all. That You were pretty like hyped up when you got back from that. You know, we, we told a lot of people about our trip, and they were like, you're crazy. You, you have a two-and-a-half-year-old and a ten-month-old. You're going you're gonna to make eight-hour trips at a time? You're, right. you're nuts. You're nuts. And I said, yeah, you're right. Even my wife's... Uh, friend group was like oh you you guys got uh therapy lined up after you guys like <laughs> you guys have some some what's, uh, your, what's your post-trip yeah therapeutic yeah, schedule therapy like, schedule right. set up all right okay cool. exactly it was not that bad okay so and i and i i, I, I i'm a pessimist i anticipated bad right well that's what i was anticipating for you just given the fact of your kid's age yeah and thinking, dude, you guys are going to brave the waters. You're going to actually go you know, tank camping with these kids. And you guys did it. I was and scared. you came back. So how did that work out? What? Paint me a picture. I'll paint you a picture. So it was a Tuesday. And we left. We tried to leave at 6 a.m. We left about 6.45 a.m. Okay. Yeah. And our first leg was from Oakdale, Cowboy okay. Capital of the World. Yes, Cowboy Capital of the World. To uh, Diamond Lake. For all the listeners who don't know, Diamond Lake is about 45 minutes north of Crater Lake. Okay. Beautiful lake. Oh, so nice, up nice in lake. Oregon. Far. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's in Oregon. All the way in Oregon. So it's through the, uh, the, the, what do they call it? The Dallas, I don't know. Anyways, it's a highway up there. California okay. Deschutes, da- California Dallas yeah. Highway. Okay. You take a quick left off and you go drive for about an hour and you go in between crater lake and diamond lake diamond lake is this little lake to the north of crater lake it was full of smoke it was still in prime mm, fire, fire territory condition. yeah but the diamond lake was great we had a little campsite we set up camp kids and my my in-laws we set up our tents we walked about half a mile and we go to this restaurant and we had a Couple of fantastic burger burgers nice. on the lake. On the lake, a couple of good microbreweries beers. Wonderful. Sat there, had a great time. Awesome. My uh, my father in law is my. I don't know how you say it. He's my 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 buddy on these trips. Yeah, right. Doesn't good cohort doesn't have a good time unless he's not working. So we had a good time together. That's good. Great. That's great. terrific. 
and we uh, had a good camp out. And fortunately, because of the fires, couldn't have a, a campfire or nothing. Right, which makes the whole yeah, you know, the campfire kind of puts a small damper yeah. on it. But you know, what are you gonna do? But you pack up and you leave the next morning. We fought. We filed out and went to uh, Bend, Oregon, which Bend, Oregon is awesome. Badass. Yeah, oh you liked God. it. It's a it's a good cross between a large metropolitan city, but has a lot of good hometown charm. Oh, nice. Yeah, you know, breweries all over the place. No. So there's okay. there's breweries all over the place. Um, we're we're big into fly fishing. Yep. Into camping and all that stuff. There's there's fly fisheries, and we went we went fishing at a uh, hatchery on the Fall River, just south of Bend, Oregon. Cool. And you know what? I was pleasantly surprised about how they handled tourists. It was very welcoming. Mm-hmm. It was very accommodating. And they had, we were there, well, it had been like a Wednesday or Thursday at a farmer's market, and the farmer's market was beautiful. Nice. Cool. It was awesome. Bend, Oregon left a long-lasting impression on my heart. So how many days did you stay in Oregon on this 12-night trip? The Oregon trip was short. It was only two nights. Oh, that was it? Yeah. Oh, that is quick. We had a 12-night trip. Okay. Oregon so, was two nights. So you leave from Oakdale, you get to Oregon. You're there to, for to, two to nights. Diamond Lake, to Diamond one Lake, night. Bend, Bend Oregon, Bend. one okay. night. And then went to, we were we were coerced. I was coerced into a, uh, a, a one night in Washington with a good friend of mine who I went to college with. Okay. Who was in turn getting married in Coeur d'Alene? Who was the the end all be all of our trip was going to going to his wedding, but uh, he ended up not being able to uh, perform perform that. <laughs> I guess you would say a, a farm tour. Yes, yeah, farm right, tour. right, right, yeah. right, right. In Washington, he's a he's Conduct. a gra- he's a grain farmer, hay farmer, okay. cow farmer, yeah. uh, all that. Anyways, he. Uh, Added a stay in Coeur d'Alene, which if you've never been to Coeur d'Alene, I've Coeur never d'Alene, been. I've wanted to go. Gorgeous, nice. So we drove through Washington, Washington without much much abuse, um, six seven hours. Okay. We had we had the kids, so our, our longest trips were about seven and a half hours. That's a long stretch for a two year old and a ten month old. The two year old did great. Give him give him about a four hour break. Throw him some Mickey Mouse. Yeah, yeah. The three year old, or I'm sorry, nine month old. Yeah. A little bit of breastfeeding every once in a while, mm-hmm. maybe illegally. Yeah, no, you gotta do what driving. you gotta do to keep moving. Jordan did great. Good for her. And uh, we made it. It was fine. It was honestly, it was not that big of a deal. I usually get kind of irritated, but it was great. You guys are driving a Ford Explorer. Ford Explorer, dude. Yeah, and that was roof a good... rack had our had our tent and our uh, our uh, sleeping bags, and yeah, the the hitch rack had our. Uh, Stroller and our ice chest. Oh, um, very cool. We're, we're locked down. Did you end up going with the Thule roof rack? Was that a good buy or no? No, you know what? I, I went to buy one. And it was thirteen hundred. Not happening. <laughs> my, my and my neighbor said, "Hey, I got this forty dollar thing. Oh, you tie it to to the roof racks and you can hold a few things. Ready to rock and roll. Let's I go. I ended up destroying it. I ripped oh, everything no. out of it. Oh no! And I said I bought you a new one. It was like sixty bucks. But yeah. Yeah. But I destroyed it. <laughs> you yeah. did work. Well, dude, you guys put how many miles round trip? 2,600. 2,600 miles. So it's basically from driving from coast to coast. And for all days. you out there thinking about it, that was the most invigorating and most 
valuable trip I've ever made in my life. Wow, that's a big endorsement. So it is from with young kids. With young kids. With young kids. So meaning what? Just the kind of country that you saw, or spending the family time, or all the above? Both. Yeah. Both. Yeah. The yeah. country time, the country time combined with the family time that was involved in it. Yeah. You know, a lot of people like frown at like, oh, you had to pitch a tent. You know what? Pitching a tent and dismantling a tent had so much value in it. Were you pitching tents every night or? No, it'd be, it'd be yeah. a, a tent here, a hotel the next night, yeah. and then a tent here yeah. and a hotel the next night. You had, you had to have a shower. You yeah. got to have a shower. Yeah. But it's still but, fun to pitch a tent. But the tent, just, even if you can't have a, all right, the, the epitome of a camp site is the campfire. Right. And during this time of year, yeah. you can't have a campfire because there's fires everywhere. Exactly. But being able to pitch a tent, and if you could fit a campfire in between pitching a tent and dismantling a tent the next morning, oh man, Ugh. that throws a morale through yeah. the roof. Exactly. The only hard part is trying to pitch a tent after you've pitched a tent. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I was there. Oh yeah. And the how did the how the kids do though? Like tent camping. I loved it. Really? Yeah. yeah and, I loved it. Like so, how dad, did that work dad out? Dad had to suffer. Yeah. Okay. So you were sleeping on hard ground, and they got the inflatable beds, or, or yeah, no? yeah. Mom and the kids had a, a inflatable queen bed. Okay. Yeah. Which I inflated with my Milwaukee blower. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and she, I tried to get in. She you can fit in here. Like, oh yeah, I was yeah this is so, no, this no, is no, so just kidding. You gotta get on the floor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I slept on the floor for we only tent camp three nights, but I slept on the floor every night. Hey, it's you okay. Got, you, Dad has to pay the ultimate sacrifice. That's the way it goes. I grew up on a cattle ranch. I know how to sleep on the ground. Exactly. I'm okay. Not a problem. Yeah. Dude, I'm ex- I'm excited for you guys because that sounds like a not just a great family experience, but an experience that you guys are gonna have for the rest of your lives. And I one was talking about to you earlier today. I'm excited about our friends and our family. Exactly. We grew up in this honestly Oakdale's got a great community where we can all have some kind of camping. Yeah, formality, right? In a community where you know we our friends grow up together, and exactly, I hope so at least. Absolutely, that's my, that's my desire. I one hundred million thousand percent agree. Yeah, this just is the uh, the uh, I was gonna say leapfrog. That's not the right thing, but this is the butcher shop after all. This is the uh, the hop, skip, and jump away from getting an RV though, because now that you've got a taste of the good life. It may be time for you guys to upgrade to an RV so that you can glamp with the rest of us and for do sure. this thing. For sure. These trips that we do, these camping trips, when you've got somewhat of the, uh, you know, the nice, the niceties of the, uh, the amenities rather of having, you know, your little kitchen in there and a, and a bed to sleep on and an enclosed environment, but you have a bunch of other buddies that are doing it. You get out there, you let the rug rats go where they need to go, and then you can come back to, uh, you know, sitting around a, a fire a fire barrel and, and drinking some good beers and having a cigar, whatever it may be. doesn't get much better than that. And the fact that, like, so many people now have those in the COVID era, it's been, like, a godsend, a great escape. So it may be time at some point in time for you guys to uh, make that leap. I agree. I agree 100%. Yep. You know... I'm, I told you. I told you earlier today. I am so excited about the fatherhood aspect yes. of being the camping kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. We talked about Griswold earlier. Oh, exactly. Yeah. yeah. That yeah, was yeah. that was the primitive style of camping. Yes. 
We did that. My my family did that. We went through all that shit. Yep. But the uh, the RV side, let's bring it. I yeah. want to get a camper now. Nice. Okay, we don't want to do a camper. Let's do an RV. Okay. <laughs> exactly. What are we going to do? And I'm, ex- I'm so excited. And you said you had an RV. Yes. Let's, let's go. Let's bring the kids let's together. Hey, my happiness will always be from now on how much fun my kids have exactly with your kids or tom's exactly. kids or brandon's kids yep. or whoever's kids exactly i you you and you and me and brandon and tom we're, oh, we're always yeah. gonna have a good time doesn't Absolutely. matter what happens if my kids are having a good time we're out I'm camping having a time oh, i'm having a great time <laughs> now i don't want to sugarcoat it the entire stress load of prepping an rv and then like getting there and like unpacking everything it's a night dude it's It's so anxiety driven like i need a xanax just to get me through that but once you're there and you're doing it like brandon and uh and i went up to uh 49er village uh, pioneer yeah uh pioneer well yeah it's a well it's pioneer village yeah yeah. oh sorry plymouth village yeah Yeah, right they call it 40 i think they call it 49er village Village yeah 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 and we went there, and we backed up to this little pond that was right behind us. This is a rink-a-dink pond with this makeshift fountain in it. It's just a, it's a piece of PVC pipe with a bunch of holes drilled in it. And the pi- and the fountain is the ugliest thing in the world. But we bought some kids' fishing poles. The kids are catching these little bluegills, and it is just, I mean, we were having a blast. Dude, Brandon and I are getting blasted. The kids are having fun. We're grilling. We're baking pizzas in our little uni fire oven. Dude, it was, I mean, those are things that, like, you just can't. Can't you can't and, replicate? It's best. Yeah, and you're you're 30 minutes away from home. Exactly. And how great is that? Oh, it's there's nothing like it. Oh, I can't it's, I can't it's beat the it. Best. My my cousins do all that stuff, and I'm I'm getting to the point where my kid's almost three years old. And I'm like, I'm so excited for that point. Yeah, I'm so excited. Yeah, because that to me that's simple. That's easy. Exactly. My kid will love it. Yeah, I'm so excited. I love. And I'm it. glad that I'm involved with you. Absolutely. And the guys that have kids, you know. Right. I'm hoping I'm I'm kind of the young one. I'm twenty eight years old. I'm like young buck, folks. Come on, kids. (laughs) Have babies. Have babies. My friends. My friends have babies. It's it's interesting because even though we're technically I mean, there's an eight year gap between you and me. Yeah. And that being said, our kids are relatively the same age. Your oldest son is who? My it's oldest four. son is four, exactly. My, My oldest son is, is two. almost three. Exactly. Yeah. They're in the same age bracket. Yeah. So we're in the same boat. And I'm and, honored. Well, it's a beautiful thing, dude. It is. I mean, you, you, which, and you guys have such a beautiful family. And to be able to think about, yeah, we get to share these moments together and, and get to con- continue. It's, it's exciting. We're no, still young, fair. man. We're still young. And, and being around you and Jordan is it's fun because your interaction with your kids is just beautiful so my hats off you guys are doing a great job that's a cool trip my my hats off to you yeah the 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 trip out of state was very interesting outside of what uh details we did give but i uh i fully believe that taking the time to experience oh uh oh out minor difficulty Uh oh something went limp over there <laughs> taking the time to experience <laughs> there it is there it is there the it whole. is taking the time to experience what our beautiful country has to offer yeah be it all 50 states it's crazy it's true south dakota north dakota no one ever think it's a gorgeous it country is beautiful the, the badlands the whole my, deal yeah. my my sister-in-law Spent Black three Hills. months in Missouri. 
I've gotten photos that I can never fathom what would would have been what Missouri. Kind of beauty, right? You never know. And perception is a weird thing. It was yep. a weird thing. We all are grown. I'm, I'm gonna take it as me as a California boy. I've been only to ten states out of fifty. You never really know what a state is until you've been there. Exactly. And it really is the hardest part of being someone that thinks they're educated. Honestly, right. swear to God. Right. Because my 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 sister in law been there. It's beautiful, and I've never been in the eastern states outside of Philadelphia, and New York. Right. But all that other stuff. We don't know. Perception yeah. is just of what you know. It's exactly. crazy. Well, so many people gravitate to the allure of traveling abroad. There's this like allure, like if I travel abroad, then I get to know more about the world. Dude, start at home. Start at home. Um, the U.S. is so diverse in terms of its landscapes and its, and its vast landscape Absolutely. across the nation. I've been, I've been fortunate enough. My parents were really good when we were young, traveling domestically and because my dad came from california my mom came from new york and i grew up in georgia uh we just went places all the time and so in doing so oh that one's empty too that's probably good yeah (laughs) in doing so we had an opportunity of tackling we i've been to 48 out of 50 states and what two are you missing i'm missing alaska of all places yeah and New Hampshire, which is interesting because I'm from... Over here? Yeah, exactly. Over there. Exactly. Alaska is a place I would love to go check out and see what it's all about. I've not been there. And New Hampshire, I have no excuse because I was born on Cape Cod. So you would think that that would be <laughs> a two and a half hour round trip. No problem. Right. Vermont went there. I don't know how we did not drive through New Hampshire. Right. Nonetheless, the amount of... Uh, diversity in this country just in terms of landscapes and where you can go and what you can do is is exceptional so yeah I de- i'm right there with you the more you can take advantage of what you've got here you don't need a passport maybe a vaccination passport but that's a topic for another day yeah you just uh, you could just go wherever and do whatever you want and there's so much beauty just right here so you know on that thread of traveling your wife and my wife both are big disney buffs Oh, and the yeah. one thing oh, that yeah. I, I read recently that's really pissed me off is that, granted, because of COVID, Disneyland had to shut their doors for a year. They're now trying to figure out ways to capitalize. Not like they didn't have a big bank account beforehand, but now they're trying to charge people for fast passes. They want $20 on top of whatever their extensive park hopper ticket is. What kind of bullshit is this, man? They're going to charge you $20 to do what you could do for free for the last 15 years? What is that? You're going to have to educate me because I thought FastPass was already more expensive than it was supposed to be. No, so, so FastPass... Okay, so... Tell me. Given my experience at Disneyland, the way that you would rock and roll is you'd make your rounds around Disneyland, and you would walk up. There's a kiosk in front of all the big ticket rides. Right. And you could go, and you could scan something and get a fast pass, fast which pass. basically just says yeah. you come back in two hours, and you can cut the line and get into the fast pass line. Sure. And, yeah, you're still going to be in a line, but it's going to be a quarter of the long line. Right. So how, how, how did you originally obtain the fast pass you would just go you would just go to the entrance of the line of whatever ride it was and then they would generate so many fast passes for so many time slots you would go up you'd g- grab the receipt or whatever 
and you'd have that with you. So you couldn't ride the line, or you couldn't ride the ride immediately. You but had it was to come cost back. free. It was cost free. Okay. It was free. Exactly. I don't know. If we had Jordan here, she would know. She would know. Yeah. She would be able to tell you the, all the analytics, yeah, I'm sure. sure Same I'm with sure. Kendall. She's, sure. a, she's, she's a, a, what do they call well, it? We, Imagineer freak. <laughs> yeah. We went to Disneyland in April, and it was a whole, like, we, we played the game. The whole, uh, it wasn't fast pass, but it was like the, uh, I don't know what it was, but. The same deal. Well, Man, was, you know, you, pl- you play a game. So. Exactly. You have to. So now what they're doing is rather than leaving that as a free service, just as, as a way to appeal to the people that have paid this large amount of money to go to this park, they're now going to say, oh, if you want the fast pass, pass you got to pay $20 on top of this extraordinary amount that you're already paying to go there, right. which I find to be absolutely bullshit. Oh, sure. If there's one company, other than Amazon and these other big conglomerates, you're going to charge people $20 on top of a, a premium ticket just to go to a park that is the size of 50 acres and mashed in there with a bunch of other people to go get a, 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 a like a shorter spot in line. I mean, like I understand why they're doing it, but at the same time, it pisses me off, man, because these guys have made buckets of money and now you're trying to make up for it. And now you're going to put everybody else at a, at a, at a inconvenience for that. I, I don't know. To me, that made me mad. This is somebody who I'm not like a Disney guy, but my wife, Kendall, you know, but and you, sounds but like you're, Jordan. You're a business guy, so exactly. And you and I sit in the same pedestal, essentially. Right. I'm mad about it too, but we can't control what the people do, and those people are going to keep doing it. Yeah, they're going to keep doing it. That's the I'll, way it's going to go. I'm mad about it too. I know. I'm mad about it too. It ticks me off, dude. I, so I was telling you earlier, Kendall really wants to get down there for, for Halloween, Halloween. But because Harvest is right in line with the Halloween surge, it makes it very difficult. No, my, wife, my wife and I, we went in May? We went yeah. in May. Yeah, not too May. long ago. Yeah, four days. Mm-hmm. It was, and it was COVID and it was all that stuff, and it was great. The kids loved it. The mask thing was terrible. Yeah, that's kind of awful. Terrible, it was for awful. Sure. But the kids loved it, and we did it, and because we're parents, and we love our children, so yeah. yeah. Uh, I told Jordan, I've told Jordan the last two weeks. I said, you know what? And this is very partisan, I guess. But <laughs> I'm done with masks. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I will not send, COVID. I'll, I will not send my kids exactly. to places that require masks. I will not patronize. Places that require masks. Yeah. No. If you don't want my business, I'll go somewhere else. Yeah. If you don't want my kids in your school, I'll go somewhere else. That's fine. That's fine. That's your choice. To each to, to, to for me, it's like to each their own. I know. It it's it should be a personal choice. I, it should I, not be mandated. Nothing. Anything, I agree. Because what is the the common human response to mandates? It's like if I'm told to do something. I'm going to break that rule, right? Like so That's the American way? That's the American way. Yeah. I mean, that's the way it goes. Like That's what this country was predicated on. So yeah. when I'm told to do something and then you impose your will upon me, I'm going to not do that because that was against everything that I was told needed to happen in regards to the way that this country was built. So yeah. I'm kind of like along the same lines where it's like, listen, if you want to do that, that's great. That's that's your personal choice. But telling me to do it, 
Yeah. It's a whole different story. If Absolutely. there's a business where I show up and they ask me to put one on, it's like, okay, that's fine. If that's what you require, then that's what you require. But still, that when you tell me I'm breaking a law because I'm not doing something, it's like, yeah, I don't know how I feel uh, about that. While the government says it's not mandatory around, no, no. Yeah, I know. I, it's, it's a slippery slope. It's but, a slippery slope, but, for sure. But, but. I know enough that I would be like, where can I stand with my children to where I didn't actually put a foot down? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I will not let my kids go somewhere where they're mandated to do something I don't believe yeah. in. Yeah. It's weird. I won't do it. It's weird. It's weird. It is because, I mean, for the last year and a half, you know, my kids haven't worn a mask and now that my oldest son started school they're requiring right. it at school right. so it's like i don't really have the ability to work around that because both kendall and i work and our kid needs to go to school yeah and sure. so it's this weird dichotomy of yeah i agree it's something that's it's like different for him and that he has to do it in order to be able to go to school how's and at he the same deal time, with it you know what? It's been pretty... He thinks he's a dentist when he's wearing it. So it's kind of cool. That's how we sold it. It's yeah. like, hey, it's temporary. You know, yeah. just put it on. And, you know, he's young enough now where it's not going to have a big impact on his life. It is what it is. Um, they don't have to wear have him at recess. For, for difference. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, I think it should be one of those things where parents should be able to sign a waiver and just say, hey, listen, if you decide that your kid doesn't want to wear this, that's you're, you're allowing your kid to take that risk and... It should be a personal thing. It shouldn't be mandated for everybody because, again, they're in an age group where, you know, the recovery rate is ridiculously high. It's like ninety nine point two or whatever it is. So it's like, yeah. uh, what? What are we? What are we doing this? I mean, this is like the new flu. So like, yeah. kids are gonna get sick. That's what they do. They're germ magnets. That's what they do. They touch so, everything. They taste everything. They lick everything. Yeah. Exactly. Everything's in the mouth. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It is weird, but. Yeah. Anyway, hey, we're coming to the end of this thing. Do you want to say anything before we sign off? Do you want to? Do you have any final thoughts here? The only thing I would love to say is I'm honored to be here. Oh. I'm, a, I'm a little intoxicated, but I'm honored to be here. <laughs> Whatever. In Toys place heavies, baby. of the great Edward Tilma, the the quaff, the man. Yeah, <laughs> the second Podfather, <laughs> and I would like to raise. A uh, toast to Ed and Kelly yes, for their nice. new baby, because it's important. That is, that is the generation. Yes, love them, love them. And to old MMA, MMA. I don't know how often that is allowed to be told to the public, but yeah. But We're doing Ed it. and Kelly, you guys did good. Beautiful baby. Yep. Happy for you guys. Thank you for letting me be here. To MMA, MMA. I love it, dude. And. You know, I, I've said this the last time that I had to do this. It's the second time I've done this without Ed. It is weird not to have the second half of this equation where I'm trying to do right by him. I'm trying to do right by Hoist and Heavies and all you faithful hoisters out there that are listening. I hope that I'm like carrying the torch here. It's important to me that you guys get the content that you want. Um, it's my passion. It's my love outside of what I do for a day-to-day. Um, bringing Greg in was obvious. It was an obvious choice. He was the first guy that I called to sit in that co-host seat because he's lovable. He's adorable. He's a great conversationalist. He's got great introspection. And uh, 
So for me, uh, it just made sense for a lot of reasons. So that being said, thank you, Gregory, for taking that seat. Uh, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you, man. You're a good dude. Love the Hoisting Heavies crew, as long as I can be here. Absolutely. Uh, Ed, we love you. Ed, we love you. We miss you. Hope everything's going well. Uh, We got lots of beers in the fridge waiting for you to sip down on them. If you haven't already, please check out our Instagram at hoistandheavies, hoistandheavies.com. We're going to post up pictures of these beers that we had with Hank and Bones earlier. Uh, We're we're just going to keep this thing rolling. I know we got harvest coming up here. So the way that we're going to work this thing going forward is going to be, you know, again, we haven't done this before. So we're going to try to figure out things to keep this content coming to you guys. Keep you listening. Uh, Don't worry. We have you in mind. We love you. Uh, Greg, I love you, man. Boys and heavens, baby. Yeah. Day one till A1. All right, everybody, have a good night. We will talk to you next time. Cheers, hoisters. Listen to the beat. Listen to the beat.